Test, 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 test. Audio. Babe, I think this was a bad idea. I don't know. I just think it was a bad idea. Yes. Uh, thank you, True Player for real. Brand new member, only person in the chat. Babe, you suck. You're fired. Okay. How about? How about? Oh, never mind. I still haven't gotten a damn notification from YouTube. I fucking hate YouTube. This fucking sucks. Babe. It was your idea. You mother... Okay, how about I just do certain videos and I just put it behind the members only wall? Yeah. Why is it not gonna matter? Huh? You know what, you mother you ain't about you ain't about nothing. I I'm just saying, like, come on. Man, I, you know, I'm so not. Li- oh, I hate you. I hate you. Of course, I'm live now, but there's nobody. Okay, listen, I'm going to just open it up and I'll just on the playback, just members only, and then I'll just slowly ingratiate members only content because this is not what I was expecting. So give me a moment, y'all. I will open this thing up. Do 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 do. Okay, so yeah, this so not part of the plan. I could have just done this last night. This, if I was going to go through all this headache, right? Members, yeah. Okay, if I do that, I can't put it anywhere else. I can't put it to Patreon because then it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? I need to do what? You're not helping. I'm my wife. I'm gonna fire my wife. 
She wants to be the brand manager. I'm going to fire my wife. Wow. Okay. Fuck it. I'm whoever is in the chat watching and whoever's watching from the clouds. We're going to go and do this. So let me get into it. Uh, first things first. Thank you for you. Whoever I see four people. Thank you. Uh, whether you're known or unknown uh, for being here this morning. I want to talk about Kanye. I listened to the album last night. Huh? The album is good. I would say it's better than good. I'm going to say if you are a fan of uh, 808, 808s and the Heartbreaks and My Dark Twisted Beautiful Fantasy, I think you will really, really enjoy Donda. Okay? So I'm not going to let the titles not misleading. I, I genuinely feel that black people niggas are some of the most fair weather, hypocritical, stingy, disrespectful um, group of fans that any artist could ever ask for. And these and I'm saying this in respect to Kanye he would I call him a genius, a creative genius? That's pushing it. Is he highly intelligent and um, you know, almost like an uh, a savant? If you could put a positive spin on a savant, I would say he's very he's a he's very savant like. Yeah, Mister K two B. Yeah, yes, black fans are are just some of the most disrespectful backstabbing some tiny what have you done for me lately type fans and Kanye does not deserve that type of fandom if Kanye said you know what I'm going strictly white white uh mainstream just Europeans and I would un- I would understand that I feel bad for any black artist and I mean those are the higher intellect whose music sonically does not um fall into the urban category you know you're real artsy type of artists you know the ones that like to, to take chances and experiment see now it's opened up because i took it off to took it off the members <laughs> ross realities hey to me zakiba greg imq jaleen hey how you how you holding up you good you good sis hope your health is is, is good sakpase chris um so i i think Black and I'm, I'm and I'm just saying black for general context. Black people, black fans, music fans, artist fans, y- y'all don't deserve Kanye. Y'all don't deserve Kanye. And I'm gonna lay out my points as to why. But before I get into that, uh, the one, hey, appreciate it, appreciate it. Ayana, hey, girl, Herschel's been a minute. Yo, Herschel's been with me like forever. Herschel's been down since like day zero. <laughs> Um, yeah, he, yeah, if, if Kanye went the Eagles route and just stopped putting out music and just mainly geared himself towards the white audiences, he would have, he wouldn't have to put out an album ever. He could just tour till he's an old man. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, Zakiba, I tried it and, um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go back and do it again. Don't worry. So. This specific playback, I will put it to members only, but I'm going to start getting in, into the habit 
of just doing members only live streams because it's not fair to members that you pay five bucks a month and everybody has access to the same content you have. So um, the least I could do is start doing more members only uh, streams and content for you guys. So just bear with me. I tried it this morning and this it, it was weird this morning, but don't worry. And plus, you know, YouTube with no, not not notifications and shit like that. You know how they get. So, uh, hostile, what's happening? Hey, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so before I get into Kanye and why black folk don't deserve Kanye, listen, um, that little, <laughs> that little, that little Johnny Johnny Storm guy. Little, I call him little little flame, uh, little Nas X. Do not. Let him trigger you. Okay. And why Sly you saying this? Listen, first things first, because I know as the day progresses, I'm going to get a shitload of people sending me this and sending me links and asking me what I think. And all. listen, do not let Lil Nas X get you out of your body. Do not let him knock you off your square. Do not feed into what him and his management team and in his label is doing okay do not feed into Lil Nas X okay we watch the video it's extremely disturbing and that's how they want it that's the first thing okay so quick points of the industry baby video he just dropped so he gets sentenced to Montero prison all of the inmates are in pink. Now, this is an ode to um, there's a county in Arizona. And I remember the sheriff, I think it's Joe Arpaio. He was infamous for putting inmates and make the inmates wear in pink in that county, particular county jail. He was infamous for this. I think his name is Sheriff Joe Arpaio. All right. So in the, in the in the video, all of the inmates are in pink. But there's one point in this video there's one point in this video that pretty much tells you what time it is. All right, Ayana, um, my bad. I'm, I'm sorry, sis. Where you at? Where you at? Uh, you say uh, there's no love for quirky black folks. Like, right. We 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 live saying we're not a monolith, but we're quick to snatch away a black card all all day in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. Okay. Oh shit! <laughs> you mentioned his name. I start scratching my head. Right. Yes. 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 All right. So all the inmates are wearing pink. Aloyda, hey. Maricopa. Okay, I thank you. Yes. Sheriff Joe Arpaio, infamous. He would make all of his inmates in the jail wear pink. Okay, that is like A1 emasculation at its finest. Okay. CP30, what's happening? Um, so the inmates wear pink. And then there's the shower scene. And, of course, him and all the black inmates are alluded to, uh, it's alluded to that they're dancing naked because they blurred out the genitals. Or you would you would think they had on actual nude covered underwear and they just added the blurred effect to further irritate people because we don't know if they were actually dancing naked. I don't I don't even want to know if that was the case. OK, so they're fur further agitating, you know black people and 
this young man has agreed to, to all of this. The music industry um, goes out of its way to disrespect not only black artists, but the black audiences as well. Okay. <clears throat> it's a shame that because honestly, and I'm not going to lie. If I never saw the video, the song is hot. Now this is where I have to be objective. The song is hot. It's a good song. It has replay value. I could hear this thing maybe five or six years from now. It's a good, well, you know, written, crafted, constructed, produced song. Outside of the video. The video, because we're all visual creatures and everything has moved to towards a visual platform, right? Um, this young man is telling everybody, his own people, look, I will make us, I will take a check to make us look bad every chance I get, okay? Every chance, every chance he gets, all right? He's not ignorant. This kid is not ignorant. You can listen to him talk in interviews. These are choices he's made, okay? And anything when it comes to this evil supremacist system, these are choices. Nobody makes anybody do anything at gunpoint. Once again, find me an instance where a group of people are doing things under duress at point blank gun at, at gunpoint. They don't make you do anything at gunpoint. They give you choices, options, and based off how you assess the repercussions from those options. But at the end of the day, they give you a choice. Okay? They give you a choice. This man clearly, long time ago, made peace with himself and said, look, this is what they want me to do. This is how they're going to use me. I'm okay with that. So with that being said, it doesn't make sense anymore for black folk to uh, emote emotions and rage and anger and outrage at him. He doesn't care. In fact, he thrives off of it. He is a troll. He is a musical troll. He is the 2021 version of Sylvester. And, and I'm only saying this because, of course, old heads know who Sylvester was. Very famous, very flamboyant um, disco artist. He was talented. Tragic backstory. All right. But he is the 2021 version of Sylvester uh, on steroids. Okay. Because you have a totally uninhibited, free sexual um uh, era where I, you know, like the sixties people were like, Oh, the sixties free love. This is some next level shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sylvester was talented. You know, I still, you make me feel still in my motherfucking playlist. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Not only that, his production, like Sylvester brought in what we would call a, a bouncing, a bouncing baseline for those Reg would know what I'm talking about. His songs were crafted behind bass lines, right? All the great disco songs had a crazy bass line to it. And, um, you know, he did a lot for 
his ilk, bringing awareness to the forefront. Talented, talented man. But I'm just saying that this young man, he has not produced no duds song-wise. Okay, every song he's put out is a fucking monster hit. Okay, the first problem you're going to have attacking this young man is at the end of the day, as long as you produce hits, can't say shit. It's hard to dismiss somebody who time after time after time makes hits. Okay. This kid makes monster hits. It's the visuals when they apply it to the to the hits that bothers everybody. And we know we come from a certain era that certain things shouldn't be said, spoke upon, uh, put in front of children's faces. Now it's easy for him to say, well, your children shouldn't watch it. And that's disingenuous because we all know you cannot control what your kids watch 24, seven, 365. The parental locks can be, you know, circumvented all that extra shit. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, mighty real is, is still, is a, still a, uh, an, uh, you know, an awesome song to this day. Yes. I tell people all the time, guard your energy, guard your energy. Okay. And, 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 and part, um, going back to Sylvester, I, I never understood why they hated disco. So I understand why they hated disco so much, but like disco gets to me, a, a an unfair shake, like some of your best songs, man, disco. Okay. Some of your best records, disco, like give disco its respect. Like it's some, a lot of creative, you know, longstanding songs that have that have held the, that that stood the test of time come from disco okay so okay getting back to little nas x the, 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 there's a shower scene and then so then jack harlow the white boy before i get to jack harlow so then there's one scene his he has his cellmate twerking on him right okay so there's the one scene is Nas little Nas's ex's cellmates twerking on him? Okay, so then it gets to Jack Harlow. Now you know what they're not gonna make a white man do. Okay, you know what they're not gonna go out of their way to make white men look bad ever. Okay, so Jack Harlow scene, <laughs> he he's able to to get it on with the female prison guard. Okay. Out of that entire suspect video, the one masculine attribute, the one example, shining example of masculinity is the white boy getting it on with the female um, CEO, the prison guard. While you have, and while the complete opposite is the black boy surrounded by black men doing weirdo stuff. They will never go out of their way to make their people look bad. And for those like, who's Jack Harlow? Jack, Har- Jack Harlow, another European rapper. This was the guy that everybody was acting a fool because he tried to get at, he shot his shot at Sweetie at some award show. Okay. That guy. I think the video, let me see how many, how many views it's at right now. Bear with me. Bear with me. Industry Baby currently has 
in 13 hours, it has 6 million views. And you know what, you know what the worst part of it is? The thumbnail is the nude scene in the shower. This is on purpose. Okay. So when you type in industry baby and you look for the video on vivo, the thumbnail is the nude shower scene. That's on purpose. Okay. That's on purpose. And of course, if you go and it is my, it's the big dog. Was the female guard black? No, she was not. No, she was not. The music was solid. The culture was so hell. So wait, wait, next day. But not one of the little nice guys. Why? No, that young man knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, I remember watching um the Chicago disco riot or revolt at Comiskey Park. It's where the White Sox played. It's now called um I forget what they, they changed the name, but back in the day in the 80s, it was called Comiskey Park. And I remember watching that game. And the white folk lost their fucking minds, just blowing up records and fireworks and throwing shit on. It was just an all-out revolt against disco music. And the main, 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 mind you, it was mainly white folk doing this shit. Okay, I've I've always called disco like the third or fourth wave of of black music. Okay, because we had blues. At one point, we had rock briefly, and you know jazz jazz okay but to me that that next wave was to me was disco yeah you had white artists but disco mainly uh was propped up was 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 basically you know fueled by black artists taking chances taking risks right leading the music into another direction a lot of people didn't like it but he had a lot of black artists that came up through disco because of disco you know, and like I said, some of your song production um, to this day, the way songs are crafted, you know, pay pay homage to disco, how disco set up their songs. You know, um, but getting back to uh, Lil Nas. So, yeah, when you when you go look for the video, the, the thumbnail is him and the men in, uh, you know, apparently nude. Can I show this? That's what you see. That's what you see when you look it up. Okay. That's by design. And like I said, the only fleeting moment of masculinity is the white boy Jack Harlow with the with the female security guard. All right. So with that, that's uh <laughs> yes, L E P's and, and LPs, exactly. Disco. Um, some, the average song length was seven, eight minutes and you know, you had the A side, the B side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Disco was, was, was made EPs and LPs or EPs rather popular because you had the disco version. You bought the record, right? And then you had the, the radio version. Then you had the disco version and the disco version was like eight, nine, 10 minutes long. <laughs> like, uh, uh, Di- um, Donna Summers, uh, I need love. Right. Her disco version is like eight minutes and some change compared to the radio three and some change. You know what I'm saying? So that they ushered in that that uh, premise for for songs and stuff like that. Parliament. Yes. Yes. And and right. And then you got to 
and then disco, you know, musicianship, musicianship. Yes, you had club mixes, all that shit. Like a lot of your formats now, you know, cause it was because of disco. And I and I get it, disco associated with the drugs and the sex. I, I get all that, but same thing with rock and roll. Rock and roll still it we still say sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We don't say sex, drugs, and rap. We don't say sex, drugs, and disco. We say sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> okay. Yes. If you had the vinyl and that shit said disco version and you look at the timestamp on that thing, you knew you was in for, you know, you had a good record. Love to love day. Okay. So it wasn't, I need, well, no, I need love. She's a few of those songs are hers. Eight plus minutes. Yeah. So. Down uh, with Giorgio Moroto. Yeah, me. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. Um, you know, so a lot of those artists n- never had a shot on a, re- in a regular musical format. Disco gave them, the, gave them a chance to, to, to kind of show the world what they had, you know. So, um, all right, let's get to Kanye. And hey, I'm gonna lay out my points as to why black people do not deserve Kanye West. When I say black, I mean black for general purposes, this general context, okay? Because once again, my main point of contention is black musical fans are some of the worst fans to have, some of the most um, disloyal fans. Hip-hop is the only genre of music where you have fans that are openly combative against the artists wanting to change and grow their music. You understand? You've never heard... Do you, do you, could you imagine Kenny G? Remember when Kenny G did a, a, a rap song? Year, this is decades ago. I'm only using Kenny G because it, it is in my mind. Remember decades ago... Kenny G did a rap song with some rapper. You not you never heard any of them white folk. Any Kenny G fan was like, oh, that's he's being experimental. That's cool. There was no let's cancel this motherfucker. Boycott Kenny G. None of that shit. Okay. And white folk loved him some Kenny G. Okay. White folk love. Listen, you most white folk think Kenny G is jazz. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Most white folk think Kenny G is synonymous with jazz. <laughs> like a real old head white person, well, they'll of course they'll tell you the greats, Thelonious and Miles, Coltrane, those guys. But the average white person, Kenny G is the jazz, is their jazz god. Okay. But when he did the rap song in the early 90s, people were still like, oh, that's cool, man. He's 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 expanding his sound. Black artists are not allowed to expand their sound. Okay. I'm going to take outcasts once again. Like motherfuckers have short memories. Niggas was not fucking with AT aliens like that. Case in point. The first time Andre 3000 came out to an award show wearing a turban and the, and the one piece jacket. Niggas was like, this nigga has lost his mind. 
What is this woman doing to him? Did y'all forget? Did y'all forget? Niggas was clowning Andre for a good minute. Like this nigga is on some weirdo shit. <laughs> right? And then it got so bad. Motherfuckers, to spite Andre, were saying, well, Big Boy's the better, he's a better lyricist of the group. That's how spiteful the niggas was. Okay. Andre 3000 clearly has always been the better lyricist of the group, but niggas was so spiteful towards his growth and his experimentation. Niggas said, nah, fuck that big boy. Big boy is a heart and soul of outcast. Don't play with me because everything I'm saying happened and it is factual. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, hey. Remember, walk this way. I because I was a kid when this shit came out. Niggas was not feeling this. Niggas, black folk, when we say black, black folk were not going out to buy walk this way. If they did, they were buying the non-Aerosmith version. You had three different versions, I remember correctly. You had the extended play Aerosmith version, you had the version without run dmc and you had the version with uh with run dmc the more popular records in the urban demographics was the version without aerosmith black folk were not fucking with aerosmith when walk this way came out most black folk had, ne had never even heard of aerosmith at that time okay and at that time Aerosmith was 10 times bigger than Run DMC. Aerosmith did Run DMC a solid by even fucking with them. Okay. Aerosmith did Run DMC a solid. Let me, we're going to help you niggas out. We're going to give you, we're going to throw you a bone. Okay. And can you imagine how many millions of white folk got exposed to Run DMC off that record? Listen, you can debate me all you want, but there's not near one DMC record. That gave them the amount of exposure tantamount to walk this way. You give me the list of run DMC's greatest fucking hits. Walk this way. Introduce them to a whole side of the world they never heard of. Okay. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Kenny G is your Eminem. Oh, jo Jonathan Butler gets. You, you preaching to the choir. You preaching to the choir. PJ, what's happening? Kenny G is to Jeff Boy, listen. And yo, the, Be <laughs> the Beach Boys, them old motherfuckers still, still be on the road. Like half of them are dead. Now, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That second album, niggas was like, what the fuck is, did these niggas own? Motherfuckers was mad at Erica Badu for like, yo, you messing the group up. Like, niggas was, like, saying, yo, this woman is to blame. She fucking the shit up. Okay? <laughs> Nobody, yeah, Black Bull was like, Aerosmith, you had to be a real rockhead to know who Aerosmith was. And this is, and matter of fact, Aerosmith had another, like, 10 years later, they had another resurgence. You know what I'm saying? Um, what album was that? The, what album was it? Dude Looks Like a Lady. Um, uh, the second single was, uh, damn it, what is the name of it? 
I listen to it all the fucking time. <clears throat> I forget. So like a decade later after that, after that song, they had another huge resurgence. Okay. If you watch MTV, you know what I'm talking about, Aerosmith in the 90s. That was their, their, their next huge resurgence. That that album, and I, and that's when we all got a glimpse of his daughter Liv, Tyler, right? Because she'd be in the videos and shit. Okay? Um, <laughs> must be a generational thing. People under 30 love Andre more than outcasts as a group. It, it has to be. But I, this is why I'm saying black folk have really, really, really short memories. Yeah, exactly. He addressed it. He even addressed it. It bothered him so much. He addressed. He addressed it. Yeah, that nigga came out in a turban and and like the 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 the, the Muslim garb, the one piece, the shit that you see Stephen Jackson wearing all of a sudden, and niggas was like, "What?" And it took a while for people to gravitate towards AT aliens. AT aliens, you know what? Let's do this. Let me look up their first week sales. ATN's first sales. Okay. It debuted number two on a U.S. Billboard chart, and it sold 350,000 copies in its first two weeks. So basically, 125 a week. That first week, they did 125. That first week they did 125. I, I agree. Dungeon Family, some of the most underrated, un, un, underappreciated produce, production. Rico and those guys, they'll never, he, those guys will get their due when they're dead. You know, when they're dead, that's when niggas gonna be like, oh my God, underground or organized noise. And, and that's when they'll, Rico, you'll see, you'll hear Rico's name mentioned amongst the greats of producers okay only only to when they're dead unfortunately lived up the street from big boy yeah i mean by far andre would but niggas was so mad i remember hearing these these debates niggas was so mad at the switch up they, they was like no big boys my big boys are better better lyricists <laughs> ah shit uh, pump and permanent vacation, bro. Arrow smacking it. Okay, that that's okay. And then the movie Armageddon, yeah. And then they they was on a soundtrack. They were on a soundtrack. Okay. Hey, Nick. Okay. Let me see. Wait, wait, wait. You said I stuck with Kanye, but that's really because I I like not just his music, but his unique fashion shows. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I agree. Kanye has put out some good music. Yeah. No duds. No duds. Ayana, I was 197, but my pops put me on all the fire music. Dream on. Dream on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So when niggas be like, Aerosmith, like, you just. And even Aerosmith doesn't get like, they're not mentioned amongst the greatest pantheon of, of rock groups that's the crazy part like everybody has like the same 10 rock groups their same top 10 top 15 motherfuckers only really mention aerosmith like that and aerosmith you know steven tyler and joe perry 
in my eyes, are just as good as Robert Plant and Jimmy Page. If we're talking singer, songwriter, lead vocalist, lead guitarist, they're right there. You're not going to, this, this, this is a conversation for me and Nick. The average rock guy is not going to convince me Steven Tyler, I mean, um, Jimmy, Robert Plant and Jimmy Page are far and away better than Steven Tyler, Joe Perry. Like, to me, they're like 1A, 1B. Okay, that's how good I think Steven Tyler and Joe Perry are. But once again, this is a that, that's a rock conversation. You you have to know your rock music. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get into it. 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 Kanye West. Well, I mean, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But I'm gonna point out sometimes when black folk have discarded Kanye. Okay. There's a few times black folk have turned their backs on Kanye. They're a poor man Zeppelin. And that is not a bad thing. No, I'm not saying more records. I'm skill for skill. Yes. We are, we are in agreement. Skill for skill. Yes. Yeah. Uh Oh, Reg disagrees. Wait, wait, Reg, you think, you think page and plant are that much better then Tyler and Perry. That's interesting. That's interesting. That's interesting. One of these days we need to do it like a rock stream and just nothing but rock music. Because that is a very interesting uh, position you took. You're taking. I don't. I like. I said. I don't. I like. I like Zeppelin. But you're not. Yeah. I'm paid. Come on, man. Tyler and and Perry. Shit, man. <laughs> Aerosmith, the only rock band I saw reach to pick up the 20. I'm telling people, like in the 90s, in the 90s, Aerosmith was it was it was Aerosmith and Metallica. It was Aerosmith, Metallica, and then you had the, the young guns come in. You had corn, you had Limp Biscuit. Uh oh my god, who who else? I mean, yeah, it was a couple old head bands that were still giving the young guys a rough Lincoln Park. You know, you kind of had to be there in the moment in, in, the, in the 90s. I'm not even talking 2000s. I'm talking the 90s. ACDC, you know, they have an edge. Reg, I, I don't think you, you're giving... Tyler and Perry, they 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 respect. I need you to put some respect on their name, please, sir. I need you to put some respect on their names. <laughs> please put some respect on Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. Please, sir. Right, right. Hey, hey. Man, the 90s, you had some of the stiffest competition rock-wise. I mean, it, it you couldn't, I mean, everybody had a hit. Everybody had a hit. Man, Green Day, Limpet. Man, everybody had a hit. Guns N' Roses was still tagging along before they done fell out. Shit. Bruh. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, 
Come on, man. The 90s gave you some of the best music. It gave you some of the best rock music. And also gave you some of the best hip-hop music as well. Even the one-hit wonders, right? The guys that put out one hit and you never heard from them, even they had monster hits. Van Halen. Are we talking pre or post Sammy Hagar? <laughs> yeah, Nirvana killed it. Pearl Jam right behind them. The grunge movement was was huge, right? The grunge movement was was kind of put the nail in the coffin to all the hair bands. Remember, all the hair band guys were nervous when Pearl Jam and Nirvana came out because it it was a it was a it, the sound was different. Seattle, shout shout out to Seattle. They came with some new energy, a new sound, and them hair bands couldn't compete. Them hair bands couldn't compete outside of Guns N' Roses. And I don't even, you can't even consider them a, a hair band. Like, we're talking Rat, we're talking White Snake. Um, name me some other hair bands. You, you know what I'm saying? Poison and Poison. Wait, wait. And no, just the Poison. Poison Motley Crue. You know what I'm saying? Like, these were huge records. Poison and Motley Crue put out some huge fucking records. Huge records. Third Eye Blind. Bon Jovi. Come on, man. With the Young Gun soundtrack. Right? Uh, what, was, what, was the, what was the hit? What was the, 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 the Western song? Jesus Christ. I, I can't remember shit for nothing. What was the song? Bon Jovi. Young Gun soundtrack. These guys were superstars. Incubus was huge. Incubus is still putting out music to this day. Scorpion, see? Hairband. Uh, um, Quiet Riot, led by Ronnie James Dio. This is turning into a rock stream. I wasn't trying to do all that, but uh, my bad. I'm just saying, like, you had to be there in the moment. Like, it was a lot of great bands, a lot of great music, even better music. This chat makes you feel so at home. Yeah, yo, we, yeah. This nigga said, wait. All the mids are for school shooters. Wait, 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 wait. It's funny because uh, remember, Limp Biscuit put out Nookie. What was Nookie about? He couldn't get the girl. The girl he wanted was fucking on everybody else, and he was giving her money, and she still wouldn't give him some. Okay. So even white dudes back then was like, these women out here, out here crazy. Yo, Pantera, listen, my Pantera story. I first learned about Pantera, Cowboys from Hell, freshman year of college. It was these two white dudes. Their names were Clinton Chris, long hair, punk rock dudes. They was in a the fraternity. They was in Delta Upsilon. And I used to hang out with them all the time. They were art majors and they had these crazy gothic art images. One of them. One of them now, I, I, I found out, worked on the Prometheus uh, as an art designer. He worked on the Prometheus movie with Rid- Ridley Scott. But, yo, they was playing all this crazy rock music. And, yo, they played Pantera and uh, Dragged the Waters. I was like, oh, my God, who? And, and they just opened the doors to me, man, to all this crazy-ass rock music and shit. You know, and I remember Dimebag Daryl getting shot on stage by a fan. That was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Pantera, man, drag the waters. And then I, I watched their uh, behind the scenes story. You know, the, the, the issues Phil had with drugs and then the brothers dime and, and then the, the brother, the drummer. And it was it was a rock and roll story, man. Darius was talking talk about Brooke. He's one of those guys. <laughs> We're going to do it right now. We're going to do it right now. All right. All right. Nookie was about Christina Aguilera. Okay. See, even back in the 90s, white boys are trying to tell y'all, be careful of these women. Okay, I remember. But remember when, when this is how far back it goes. I remember Allison, Alice Cooper was blamed for me for for some school murders. Ozzy Osbourne was blamed for school murders. Of course, Metallica with Columbine was blamed for school murders. You know what I'm saying? So like when motherfuckers talk this rap shit, like rock had been has been the scapegoat for murders, mass murders for decades. Okay, for decades. And guess who was leading the charge against rock music? It was white women. It was these white mothers saying, hey, this music is poison. It's affecting our youth. They're under mind control. Judas Priest was mentioned at one point. Okay, all of your like death metal bands. Uh, who's Nick? Name me some Nick. What were the other the other Marilyn Manson every few years was being blamed for somebody getting killed? Okay. All right. Nine inch nails. Yo, Trevor and uh his partner have made some of the best soundtrack music in the last I mean like the last 10 years. That's all they do is compositions for soundtracks, like the actual compositions, not picking and choosing songs to play. But actual the music, filling music for the scenes. Trevor and and his partner, man, eats ugh, crazy. Rob Zombie, white zombie, fuck Rob Zombie, white zombie. They were getting blamed for shit. So this would Tipper Gore. Thank you, thank you. Them white woman said, "Fuck this shit, y'all killing our you." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And led the campaign against rock and rock music for a long time was demonized. And still, to certain instances, rock music is still blamed for a lot of white male misbehavior. Right, right. All that angsty um, white male energy, right? All that hyper-masculine white male energy that is not being channeled in its proper settings and stuff. So let's not act like this is what we're going through with rap music is just aching just to black youth. White kids was going through this shit in the 80s and the 90s, even back in the 70s. And they were blaming rock music for this shit. Okay? And like, and and don't don't have me mention groups like Ch- Children of Bottom. Okay? Or, uh, oh my God. who What's the group? They all wear the masks. What is that group, y'all? Like all the, like the hardcore death metal Children of Bottom. Because one of my favorite guitarists is Alexi Leho. I think they're from Sweden. They're from one of them European countries. And one of my favorite guitarists ever is Alexi Leho. He's from that group. Right? Um, who the fuck is it? KISS. Everyone knows what KISS stands for, right? Knights in Satan's service. Uh, Iron Maiden gets blamed, uh, got blamed. 
Judas Priest, they actually went on trial. Yes, right, Reg. Yeah, talk about it. Talk about it. They blamed heroin upticks for, for Maryland. That's right, because he made heroin cool. I remember Radio City. Yeah, people sleep on 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 um Trevor and his music compositions. Uh, not body count. But what did Ice-T go through with body count? Right? Remember, Ice-T tells a story. The cop killer song, the feds came to his school, came to his kids, pulled his kids out of school. They questioned, basically, they basically threatened uh, Ice, and he had to pull the record. And for a while, he couldn't perform the song. For a number of years, he couldn't perform the song. And how do they put the nail in Ice-T's coffin? They make this nigga a cop. They make this nigga a cop. So you spent all that time and energy talking bad about police in this song. All your frustrations and grievances you have against the cops growing up in L.A., California, right? And then what do you end up doing? Nigga, you become you play a cop. You've been playing a cop for the last 20 years. If that ain't the ultimate, one of the most ultimate humiliation rituals, I don't know what is. Okay? That is one of the most... What can you say? I mean, I I, I like Ice T, but I'm like, nigga, they got you so bent over, nigga. They made you, they making you play a cop. <laughs> you you played a cop for 20 years as payback for that body count song. Okay, all right, all right, okay, okay. That's all he's ever going to be known for is playing a fucking cop. They blame Manson for Columbine, right? What was in... Okay, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. I'm trying to remember the, the name of the group. Not Twisted, not Ramstein. Nah, they had a hit too. I mean, it's still, they're still bu- buzzing over in Germany. They had that one hit. Didn't even didn't even translate that shit. Du Hast. All, niggas, all motherfuckers like Du Hast. Du Hast, man. That's all you knew. It was like, we don't know what they're saying, but the shit's hot. <laughs> there was one... Who is the group... The rock group, it's not even a rock group. That's all they do is wear these, these rotten masks. I forget the fucking names, man. Groups like Guar, okay? Yes, thank you. Yeah, Guar was one of them. But there's another group. Um, They had almost like leather face mask. But Guar at one point, you know, you couldn't get away from Guar. And you see these, these dudes were like kissed on steroids with the, with the costumes and shit, you know? Uh, Slipknot, thank you. That's who it is. Slipknot. And they were mainstream. Like a group like Slipknot should have never been mainstream. Mainstream. Slipknot, they were out there. And they were like the tame versions. But like Children of Bottom are like probably the as hardcore as you're going to get as far as like death metal. All that shit that, you know... You're not supposed to be putting in records and shit. But like when I said, like I said, one of my favorite guitarists is from that group. Nine Inch Nails at one point was on some crazy goth shit. Okay. All right. Let's get into Kanye. They finally gave God Body Count a Grammy. See? <laughs> That's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. Yes. They, yes. I, I, that's one of my favorite songs. Yes. 
Like Slipknot should have never gone mainstream the way they did. Deftones is always dope. Yeah, dudes got me to slip. I'm telling you, man. Like you had to be, you had to be there in the moment. That's why I appreciate. You know, I, I, I'll say this: us growing up listening to music and having like MTV, I think gave us a far better uh, understanding of music. These kids don't know what that shit is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel that they're really missing out on how to properly listen to music and be exposed to different different genres and shit. Man, listen, as much as motherfuckers want to talk bad about MTV, MTV opened doors for a lot of groups we would never have ever heard of. You understand? Okay, Rammstein did do host. Okay, yeah. Prodigy. Yeah, all that shit. So I, I will never ever speak bad on the box, you know, um Friday night videos for those that's even older. Come on, I used to stay up to eleven o'clock to watch Friday night videos. And Friday night videos would play all that crazy ass 80s shit, all the, the latest 80s rock, um uh um Techno, all that shit. Oh, shit. Mungo's the masked guitar player in Body Count, the one that died of cancer. Oh, shit. That's what's up. So I know you got stories. <laughs> drill drill rap is horrible. Oh, my God. Yo, listen. I Drill rap is... <laughs> I can't even... I'm not touching no goddamn drill rap. All right, so let's get into Kanye. Okay. Um, Kanye is kind of near and dear to me because I think the second video I ever made on YouTube, ever, 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 and I'm talking like six years ago, was on Kanye. Like the second video I ever made on YouTube was about Kanye. And I, I if I remember correctly, I said something like, he, he was going through it. I'm like, he's clearly under some type of control. There's some mental programming there. Um, you can see when he's trying to rebel against the programming, blah, blah, blah. And I said, if they ever replaced him, his jawline, I said, if I said, if they ever replaced him, look for his jawline to be different because he has the metal plate in his jaw from the car accident. I said, they can't replicate metal pieces and parts, right? So, and to back up what I'm saying, remember the movie, The Thing, the prequel, Remember in the, the thing prequel, um, the thing, the creature could not replicate metal parts. Okay. One of the explorers had knee surgery and had metal plates in his knee. They couldn't re- replicate that. And at the very end, when Mary Winstead's character recognized dude was not who he was because the earring was in the wrong place. Right. And then one of the other guys had fillings. It couldn't replicate it could not replicate the metal. So I always said if they ever got rid of Kanye, his jawline would be different because it couldn't, you know, the metal piece in his jaw. All right. So then Kanye, you know, did what he says he's gonna do and it was great music, great production. But then Kanye, as all creatives do, they are very expressive people. They're very genuine people, right? And they tend to say things that's on their mind or what they mean or what they feel. 
Okay. See, only Terminators, <laughs> only Terminators can grow back metal. <laughs> but there's a few times when black folk have turned their backs on Kanye. And obviously the first instance of, of, of that is Kanye's programming. He dyed the hair blonde. Um, he would get erratic in certain interviews where he was talking in code where he couldn't say much, but he said enough if you caught it. So remember when Kanye was everybody's favorite rapper, when Kanye went online, that online telethon with Mike Myers and said, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Remember that? Remember how everybody, Kanye was everybody's champion. He was every black person's champion. He was their hero, right? When he said that, niggas was like, oh my God, Kanye is the realest nigga. He really didn't, and he was the realest nigga on, in, in hip hop. Remember that? Remember all the adulation and respect Black folk gave Kanye for saying what he said? And you, the moment he said that shit, you, you saw the look on Mike Myers' face. I was like, oh my God, what is this nigga doing? He's going off the script. Even Mike Myers is like, oh my God, they're going to kill you, <laughs> right? <laughs> Mike, Mike was like, you know they're going to kill you, right? <laughs> that white boy, that white boy with Shuggy was like, <laughs> "That's the same look that Snoop Dogg gave Tupac in that in that last interview." <laughs> He's like, "You know they're going to kill you, right?" <laughs> Kanye was like, "Everybody was like this to Kanye." <laughs> God damn! All right. Um, <laughs> Bear with me. Um, oh. Okay. Okay. So at that point, Kanye was the, the black folks champion. Okay. But then um, when, when he had. Okay. 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 So. Shit. And then also another, another. Yeah. He's Gemini. Yeah. Gemini is weird. I, my brother's a Gemini. They're weird. They're just some, they're very some tiny. You have produced me. So how much do they take from other artists that they don't give credit to? Zero. <laughs> All right. You remember because you're watching it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Listen, when you, when you make the white boy nervous, it's like, oh man, you done, you done crossed the line. You can't come back from son. But, um, so his his he was their champion, right? So then when, when people realized that he was under programming and he had these these psychotic breaks, right? Black folk, it was black folk that would make that, that made fun of him. Okay. It was black folk that made fun of Kanye because he was going through whatever mental and emotional issues he was struggling against, right? It was black folk that basically threw Kanye in the trash and said, well, you the reason your mama did remember all this. Okay. Remember, I'm just giving everybody a backstory. Okay. Yes, that's right. That's right. 
And what did meth method man bitch up and say? Oh, I don't want no problems with the government. When 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 ODB was on his rant, what 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 method say? I don't want no problems with the government. I lo- I love the government. So all you method man fans, why this nigga is still as popular, if not if more so than ever? This nigga ain't got no backbone. Fuck all that dumb shit. Fuck all that dumb shit. So when it was when it was time to to talk that talk, you see what happened. You saw what happened, but um, right. That that's the thing, Nick, because people don't understand that's FEMA's job. That's FEMA's job. FEMA is if you want to be mad at somebody, if it was anybody, he should have said that didn't care about black people. He should have said FEMA. FEMA don't care about black people. It's FEMA. President has nothing to do with that shit, right? Meth is so compromised. But I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. Um, so it was black people that made fun of Kanye's mental state. Okay. Black people did this. And then the line that he says, I sacrificed my mama for some Mickey D's or some shit. It was black folk that dragged Kanye you know what I'm saying? Oh man, you sacrificed my and I'm not I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying this was coming from black people. Okay? They would make fun or drag Kanye for whatever agreements and and contracts and oaths he he took, right? Cuz the mama died during plastic surgery. Right? Same way Joan Rivers died during plastic surgery. Remember you had a few stars died during plastic surgery right why would you if i remember correctly because wasn't this out of the country hold up on the west yes let me let me let me see let me look this up real quick She died in 07. Matter of fact, I mean, I'm sorry. Let me, let, let, let's look this up together. Let's look this up together. All right. Don DeWest died in 2007. He had a new album coming out. And then he had posted uh, a photo of a text between him and his mom before she had her plastic surgery, right? He says, this is my album cover. This is plastic surgeon Jan Adams, the person who performed my mom's final surgery. Do you have any title ideas I want to forgive and stop hating? Okay. Now, mind you, this woman was was in academia. Okay. Mm, She worked in the English Department of Chicago State University. She retired. Wrote a book. After the book came out, uh, right before she died, and then Kanye's album came out. This is all she had. Listen, this is is all she had, y'all. She had liposuction, a tummy tuck, and the breast reduction. If I'm not mistaken, that's called the mommy makeover, right? If I'm not mistaken, 
all three of these are considered the mommy makeover. Okay. This woman, according to the autopsy, was able to walk out of the clinic after five and a half hours of surgery, heavily bandaged and prescribed Vicodin for pain. She opted to return to her home for care, even though she was advised that she received post-operative care at another facility. So, yes, this woman should have been in the hospital afterwards. She was apparently, as per the autopsy report, cared for by an experienced nurse and other family members at home. Mm, mm, mm. The surgeon, Jan Adams, uh, revealed that the lengthy liposuction tummy tuck breast reduction surgery went ahead without any issues. The days after her surgery allegedly experienced a sore throat, pain, and tightening in the chest before collapsing in the early evening. A friend at the house called 911 and West was taken to the hospital where she was pronounced dead in the emergency room. Donda West died November 10th, 2007. The surgeon advised Donda to recover from her surgeries in the hospital, but that the patient was keen to return home. The report also found that both vomiting and medication were contributing factors in Donda's death. According to the publication, the patient is thought to have taken up to 20. I say it again. The patient is thought to have taken up to 20 pain-killing Vicodins in less than 24 hours. Adams said, most people that I run into think she died on the table. They don't even know this lady was home for a day. In an interview, if I, Kanye says, if I ever, if I've never moved to LA, she'd be alive. I don't want to go far into it because it will bring me to tears. Hmm. Okay. Now this was black people. All on the internet. Because I remember. Because, you know, I made videos about this shit. I was like, I, you know, long, I said, it's kind of odd to see down the operating table. This is back. Okay. So it was a lot of black people basically, you know, blaming Kanye for his mother's death, either inadvertently or advertently because he was pretty much, you know, uh, mainstream success. Uh, he was through the roof at that point and he had a new album coming out. Okay. All right. Hey, Banks. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it for the membership. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay. Female friend had breast reduction surgery, said she was in pain for quite some time. I refused to ask her how she was doing. Touchy, touchy. I waited on her to tell me how she felt. Well, yeah, I, I've known a few women that have had, have had it and it's not a, a nothing pleasant. It's nothing pleasant. Right. Jordan Rivers had million dollar plastic surgery before it was all good. <laughs> so she about <laughs> Yes. Right. Uh, huh. Oh, we'll, we'll get into all that. We'll get into all that. We'll get into all that. Yeah. So yeah, Joan Rivers was probably the most famous person to die on the table after she said what she called Michelle Michael. Uh, okay. So then, yeah. So you had black people blaming Kanye, making fun of Kanye for his mother and the line he said about Mickey D's and sacrifice and shit. That didn't help his situation. Didn't help his 
the optics were bad on that. But let's continue. Let's continue. All right. So then black people said Kanye was in the sunken place for marrying Kim Kardashian. Okay, now we know the history of Kardashians. The mama sent them over to, to, the, to the Middle East to be groomed as, as sex ladies or whatever. That, that's old history. All right. Um, it was black people making fun of, of Kanye for marrying this woman, having kids with this woman. He was called everything but his real name. Okay, it was black people doing this shit. And every time there was an issue with their marriage, it was black folks to sit there and be like, look, there's, there's problems with their marriage. Black, he shouldn't have married this woman. She's a whore. She's a slut. Blah, 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 blah. Look, say what you want about Kim. This woman keeps a husband. Ladies, say what you want about Kim. This woman keeps a husband. Okay? Say what you want about women like Elizabeth Taylor. The woman keeps a husband. Okay? She keeps a husband. You cannot, you can say whatever you want, but if a, if, she, if a woman somehow keeps a husband, she must be doing something right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, I think we are the worst at building up uh, idols only to tear them down. Like we do that better than anybody hurricane says she kind of killed herself <laughs> yeah right even, i didn't even know all that i thought she died on the table so this is my first time actually seeing how she passed even i didn't know all that he's boone said the anesthesia took some time off okay right wait 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 uh if kanye west was a you mean if Donda, his mom was alive, he wouldn't have never married Kim? I mean, could have, should have, would have. We, we'll never know. We, we'll, we'll never know. But at, like I said, at the end of the day, um, yeah, this is what people don't want to understand. I don't understand. What, what's the problem? Like, this woman keeps men that want to marry her. Okay? there, there There's no stories of Motherfuckers be like, well, I didn't want to marry her. No, this woman keeps a husband. Okay? She's doing something right. This is true. Nick's stupid. <laughs> he said she keeps up, but she don't keep a husband. Well, not right. I think the final straw was um, he, the whole, he wanted her to stop doing the nude and put clothes on and stuff. And, you know, at some point, um, as, as a wife, Okay, even if, say you have a, how can I say this? So you have the, the, the millionaire man, and he meets the bimbo woman, and they fall in love and marriage and whatever the case may be. At some point, the husband's going to want the, the bimbo to stop being a bimbo, because now you're a wife, and he has certain expectations of you, um, you know, promoting wives and how wives should look and act okay so you know did did kim do what typical wives should do not all the time but he got three kids out of her three gorgeous little kids out of her 
Um, they were married for quite a few years and they made some money together. I will call that a win for everybody involved. Now, getting into the programming thing, that's another story. That's another topic for another day. But people made fun of, you know, we were we were always we we're all speculating. Well, who's his handler? Is it Kim or is it is, is it is it the mama? Right. Remember all that? People made videos. Well, who's Kanye's handler? Blah, 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 blah. We were just debating back and forth. Who's his real handler? Okay. And, um, <laughs> and, and here's my thing. I don't put too much stock on the whole, the sex tape thing, because remember they tried to get in front of the sex tape. It was Ray J. Ray J was the thirsty one, but that, I, I don't know why nobody ever talks about Ray J. Ray J is the thirsty person. Okay. Ray J is the thirst bucket. You know, like she can be a, a whore for you. But at the end of the day, she done went on and, and married and had, you know, lived some of her best life. You know, what the fuck is Ray J doing still? Is he still doing the love and hip hop shit? Like, come on, dude. You have a you have a tramp stamp tattoo. Okay. Like Ray J has a tramp stamp tattoo. I, I don't care what you do outside of that. Nigga, you have a tramp stamp tattoo tattoo and then remember he tried to put out that watch i'm being messy now remember a few years ago ray j had the, the idea to steal or copy the the design for audemars piguet's watches tried to sell y'all the ray j watch remember that because if you don't because audemars sent them a cease and desist for copyright infringement for those that understand about watches, you know what an Audemars Piguet is. It's the Royal Oak. It's a, it's a nice watch. It's a nice, expensive watch. And he tried to sell people the Ray J watch. It looked just like the Audemars Piguet's Royal, uh, Royal Oak Offshore. And they sent him a cease and desist letter. And all of a sudden, he stopped trying to sell watches. Okay? And I'm not going to get into the whole Danny Boy, Ray J, Atlanta thing. Because those of us know that know. Once again, I'm not going to get into the whole Ray J, Danny Boy thing, because those of us know that no, <laughs> we don't need to speak on things that we already know. <laughs> yeah, the offshore is a, is a, is a beast, man. That, uh, people don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm talking offshore. They're like they're talking. I'm, I'm, I'm talking Audemars. And they're like, what's an Audemars? It's just you got to you just know what to know. OK. Ray J is a dirty piece of work. He owns a trademark to his wife's name, so she can't make money off of Ooh. Is that dirty or is that smart? Is that good business? Okay, Ayana, to be fair, if the wife did this to him, w- would you have the same sentiment? I'm just saying. I'm asking for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. I'm just asking for a friend. All right. So then black folk made fun of Kanye and his marriage. Um, Of course, she didn't help the optics in that. And um, but she she clearly was an upgrade for him. Now, let's be fair. 
Kanye with Amber Rose from Kanye to Kim Kardashian was uh, leaps and bounds and upgrade leaps and bounds. You know why? Because part of it was he married a woman that was for the most part raised with a father. He married into an intact family. The Kardashians are big on family. I'm not, I'm keeping the personal feelings about the Kardashians out of it. I'm looking at this thing objectively. The Kardashians are into family. Kanye didn't have a daddy like that. This one, no one, nobody wants to talk about Kanye's upbringing. For as educated as Donda West was, she had all these accolades. She's working at Chicago State University. You didn't, she didn't have a man, y'all. She didn't have a man to help her raise Kanye. Okay? Does this sound familiar? The educated woman with the son with no man. In, does it sound familiar? Right? It was Kim that kind of had to show Kanye what it is to have a family. Okay? Say what you want. But it, w- it was Kim that gave him a glimpse of how f- what a family looks like. He was an only, I, okay, I get all the only child shit, but where was Kanye? When has anyone ever questioned where's Kanye's daddy at? Okay? Let me go back to, for, for some of y'all that, that don't know. My man Max in the house. Form runners in the house. Form runners in the house. Kanye, before he became Kanye, Used to be a two-man team. Now this is old. This is old news to us. But those from Chicago, um, um, Chicago Heights, uh, Country Club Hills. Okay, we all knew Kanye had a, a a producer partner. Okay, it wasn't always Kanye by himself. Kanye had a partner. They used to make beats together. Okay. And then at one point, Kanye somehow got the phone call, never told dude about it, his partner, and Kanye went to New York. That's how all that shit took place. This is old news to us. Kanye's not from Chicago. Just like Ludacris was never from Chicago. Just like Lena Waithe was never from Chicago. Okay? It's just easier to say I'm from Chicago because I don't want to explain to you I'm from Barrington Hills or Country Club Hills or South Holland. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just easier to say I'm from Chicago. We get it. General context. Okay? General context. All right? So now, and then moving forward, okay, Kanye put out some more albums. Kind of people, people kind of took them back in. Yeah, no one, no one ever asked what, what happened to Kanye's daddy. I never get, you never get that. Right? These are the same dudes that question or look down upon educated women with sons with no man. Same situation here. So, unfortunately, it took this Armenian woman with her intact family that grew up in an intact family that gave Kanye an intact family. The optics on this thing does not look good. Okay? They, exactly. 
Okay, wait a minute, Lamont. Champagne is nowhere near Chicago, bro. Stop. Champagne, no motherfuckers from Champagne. Champagne is two, three hours, two hours from Chicago. <laughs> no, it, niggas better not be talking about they from Chicago. They from Champagne. Champagne is University of Illinois. That's University of Illinois. There's, it's nowhere near Chicago. I hope niggas is not saying that dumb shit. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, yeah, Marrero, uh, yeah, Bossier, East Monroe. Like, we get it. We get it. You know, it's just, it's just, it just speeds the conversation up. Because motherfuckers be want to be, well, where's that from? And where's that at? It's like, I ain't got time for all this, man. Look, I'm just from here. Okay. Exactly. Cobb County. You do know how big Cobb County is? Nowhere near Atlanta. Nowhere near Atlanta. Nowhere near Atlanta. Like, motherfuckers be like Richton Park, and they say Chicago, right? Like, Richton Park is nowhere near Chicago. Neither is Country Club Hills. Um, ne- neither is neither is Moni or Matson. okay? But to speed the conversation up, motherfuckers just say Chicago. <laughs> from Shreveport. <laughs> you from Bossier. <Bacier. laughs> hey, uh, right, Fulton County. Yeah, yeah, see, Atlanta thing. Like, I knew niggas from Decatur that was, like, claiming Atlanta. Like, but you're from Decatur. So why would you, you know what, you got it. You got it. Yeah. And, and you know, I've heard the stories of Cobb County, how the people had the acronyms for it, like, um, come on, black boy or some shit like that. I, I made it a point to stay out of Cobb County as much as possible, as much as possible, man. Listen, they be, hell yeah. Aurora is nowhere near Chicago. Joliet. And I remember, I remember Joliet when Joliet used to be nice in the eighties. Okay. This, this, once again, this is Midwest thing. Joliet used to be nice in the 80s. Joliet, not so much. Joliet's a shithole. Joliet is like Gary, Indiana on the on the west side, on the opposite side of the of the state. Right. So when you go east and you hit Gary, you know, you, then you go to Joliet. It's like, ugh. Mm. Joliet used to be nice. Okay. I'm from Oswego. You did you know better? <laughs> Waukegan man come on <laughs> yeah right see Matt he's that living at cop with Esau and them they love me <laughs> I, I remember when I first got to Atlanta man they was they was telling me what count what counties to stay out of and all this extra shit and I, I they was like yo you cop county I was like what's what's supposed to be better I come they, they said come on black boy I said oh okay so like to this day, and when I see Cobb County Sheriff on the side of, I just like, ooh, mm. <laughs> I just be like, mm. right. Um, so then Kanye once again got thrown in the trash by black people. Oh, when he said slavery is a choice. He said slavery was a choice. I don't think 
I don't think Kanye has ever recovered from that statement, even though in his proper context, I understood it. But for the average person listening, it, it, it you know what I'm saying? Let, okay, let's be honest, y'all. The average person that watches and listens and takes in social media, the average person is a tier one thinker. Okay. The average person that takes in social media is a tier one thinker. So the majority of people he pissed off are t- were tier ones. We're tier ones. Okay. And I don't think he's ever, ever recovered from that statement. Even though when you listen to him and explain the shit and him actually break down what he was saying and give you full context, tier one still didn't, weren't trying to, trying to get it. Okay. And once again, when you have high level creatives that try to give you another way of thinking of seeing things and explain themselves, you, they're rejected, they're shunned, they're ostracized and made fun of, right? They're sometimes threatened, right? Come on now, let's be honest, people. In black culture, communities, the smart ones are sometimes under attack. Is that fair to say? Is it fair to say that majority of the most of the smart intellectuals or soon to be intellectuals in black community in black societies they're sometimes under under attack okay they're they're sometimes under attack it's sometimes best and this is where it comes where where we have to dumb ourselves down because people to not offend anybody remember that come on all of us we we, you know the majority of us are smart guys smart people how many times have you had to dumb yourself down in school so you didn't offend anybody God forbid they find out you were smart. Okay. Don't be the smart athlete. Don't be the smart athlete. Matt can, I'm sure can, can attest to this, Nick. Don't let them find out you're a smart athlete. Right. When you hear about the athletes. <laughs> Is that why you didn't like cool? Oh my God. <laughs> wait this is how bad it is with smart athletes how many times have you heard black people get upset at the athlete that says you know what i'm gonna forego a potential nfl career so i can study medicine or law right it's happened a few times you have a few black men that say you know what i i'm only i only came to school because they they were paying for my education and I'm, I'm playing ball. But now that I'm done, I graduated. I'm going to actually use my degree in the field that I wanted to go to school for. The playing ball thing just took care of the other expenses. And black folk would be like, what? You're going to walk away from the NFL to do what? This is what these are the times we live in. And even still to this day, even some of us as grown as individuals, we have to dumb ourselves down to not offend anybody. Still to this day. Now, some of y'all don't give a fuck. But even I find myself having to kind of preface my comments because it may be taken out of context 
by somebody who just, you know, for whatever reason is not well versed or been indoctrinated into a certain way of thinking for so long. It says, I can't have a conversation with you on that level. There's no diss to anybody. Okay. We're at, you know, that's the thing. Like, do people forget like injuries? Like it, you know, you're one ACL away from that being it. Like ACL surgeries are better now. But I knew a lot of guys ACLs, they, they haven't recovered from them shits. You know? That's right. Road Scully, that's right. I remember that. I remember that. Listen, you'll make more money as an intellectual than you ever will as a, as a using your physicality that I don't understand. I guess it's so out of the realm of possibilities. Like you'll make more money hand over fist as an intellectual than you will as, as an athlete. Like that's kind of common sense, you know, because, you know, take away the arms and legs, the, the, the mind still works. The mind is still can still convey thoughts, ideas. You can still accomplish great things. You take away the arms and legs of an athlete, what do you have? See, I was thinking I said, by the way, if they weren't tapping drunk tickets, it was a study. Ah, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, wow, the second richest NBA player came off the bench. He became a Wendy's merchandiser. Then a Coca Cola. Okay. Okay, and that's another problem, the fame. Fame is a tool. Fame does not mean money. You can use fame to leverage money, right? For those that, let's look at all these guys down the street. A lot of these guys just want to be famous. The smart ones are leveraging fame for money, okay? It, that's all it is, is leverage, that's it. And if you don't understand that part of it, that's like, I don't know, the, the, Stephen Hawking, listen. I, I, and you know, I like that you, you, you brought him up, but there's nobody on this planet that would trade places with Stephen Hawking. If, you, if they said, we'll give you $100 million for you to trade places with Stephen Hawking, I, nigga, I can't do it. I don't give, if, they, if they said, we'll give you $100 million and you'll have his intellect, and you'll know everything Stephen Hawking knows. Nobody's taking that deal. <laughs> I'm sorry. If they came to you and said, you, we'll give you $100 million and, and we'll transfer his, uh, his brain capacity, everything he knows into your brain. But you, get, you just got to be this fucking yank with $100 million. Right? Nobody's taking that deal. <laughs> That's a bad deal. And this is Stephen Hawking. <laughs> right? This is Stephen Hawking. Found me. I have a guy at my job that tried to tell me he looked smarter than he was. I told him he didn't. Smart people don't. Wow. Wow. I get that to this day. Why you talk so proper? I was the guy that had to make the phone calls because I talked proper. Were you ever that guy that, make, that made the phone calls for your homies? <laughs> I was that guy that took the phone calls because I, I spoke proper. Jeez. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. When they found out I was smart, my circle was cut in half when I played football. Man, it's, it's insane. Like the idea of a smart athlete. Like who, what is that? A smart athlete. So when I, when I remember how it used to be back in the day, Sports Illustrated Kids. NBC, every Saturday, Sports Illustrated Kids. Who do they, what type of kids do they showcase? They showcase the best athletes with the highest GPAs. These kids were scholastic scholastic um, competitors on top of playing sports. Sports Illustrated Kids, even the magazine, the first thing it tells you, school, GPA, college of choice. Then it got to their sports. Remember this shit? Sports Illustrated Kids showed the best of the brightest kids that just happened to be good at sports. I remember this shit. <laughs> so nobody's taking a Stephen Hawking deal. <laughs> nobody's taking a Stephen Hawking deal, huh? Yeah, that's a bad deal, bro. That's a that's a bad deal. Martina, English teacher here. That's fun. Okay. Okay, Martina, I have, a, I have a question for you. Now, I may be a little bit older than you, but does anybody remember the term called a snurk? Okay, I used to have this English book, and it would give you all of the verbs, nouns, participles, past participles, and you had certain words called a snurk. S-N-U-R-K. Is that still a thing in English? That's for anybody, but Martina, since you're the English teacher, I, I want to, I'm coming to you. Does anybody remember the term called snurk? It was a certain word that was called a snurk. Okay, you live and teach English in Asia. Then you, you are right. Then you are the person I want to talk to. So does does anybody remember this? I can't be the only one. Matter of fact, it was in red. So you had all the other listings in black, but the snurk was always in red and it had a triangle. I'm I'm dead ass. Okay, you've heard of it. S-N-U-R-K. I know. I, okay, so it's two of us that have heard of this. Exactly. If you didn't mean, okay, so you, okay, where you at, sis? See, that's why I fucks with y'all. I got some sharp cookies up in here. Wait, 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 wait. Where you at? Where's your comment at? Okay. It mean, it, if you didn't mean something the way it's, 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 it's S, it's S-N-U-R-K. This was like in sixth or seventh grade for me. Sixth or seventh grade honors English. Okay. Yeah, I was in honors English. Pretty much all, always in honors English. But this, it was called a snurk. So there's two of us that knows 
Okay, it's called the last word in each list of words. The snurt. I'm telling y'all. See, I ain't crazy. No, Trey, if I we ain't talking about the stamp snorkels, we talk about a snurk. We talking English. <laughs> Haven't heard that word. Right. Right. See, and he Nick says, I thought a snurk was a covering for a baby's head. Matter of fact, you know what? Let me do this real quick. Hold up. I don't know why I just didn't look the shit up. But I, I, I know I wasn't the only person that grew up having to learn what a snurk was. See, they have it for Urban Dictionary, but not. See, now they. Uh, yeah, they're they not even. They, they don't even refer it to English anymore. It's a term meaning uh, the snore. Snurk. English. What? A what? That's what snurk means. That's not what it not that's not what it meant when I was when I was in school. Oh, okay. See, they're referring snurk as, as into snore. You snurking means you you snored. And then the wife just said it's it means sarcasm and as an asshole. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, some and like I said, Shin Shinarate, she she remembers this. In the English book, on the left hand side, everything's in black. Snurk was always in red with a triangle. I know I, 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 I'm not crazy. So obviously I have one person confirm that uh, I'm not crazy. Okay, I was in seventh grade in 07 Atlanta public school, didn't touch on snurk. Yeah, I'm not going to poo-poo um, Atlanta public school systems. No, not snark, snurk. S-N-U-R-K. Yes. I'm dead. I'm t- Man, thank Shinare, thank you for, for, for confirming I'm not crazy. I remember this shit. Another <laughs> crazy person. Yeah, if two crazy people confirm it, then it's fact. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. Um, I forget the name of the English book, man, but um yeah, I remember for a few years, it was always, it gave you the breakdown of all the, the terms of English, of, of the language, and um, how to use words in certain, and it was always a snark. Sis, I, I'm telling you, I'm not talking snark. Boy, I said snark. Okay, Macon says... Someone conspicuously smart person often describes someone who is great at something. 
Shut up. I don't I know what snarky is, y'all. Don't do me like this. All right, I'm off. I'm off snark. I'm off snark. Okay. So black folk once again berated Kanye, canceled Kanye because he is obviously not a tier one thinker, and black people punished him for um exercising uh you know a thought outside of the outside of outside of the uh the general context of the, the the collective of black people okay so then further cancel kanye oh wait 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 then y'all cancel kanye and i say y'all just general context y'all cancel kanye when it came to jay-z beyonce versus kanye kim k that i want to touch on real quick now it was clear that Kanye came under Jay-Z as an apprentice. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But remember how people were, were picking and choosing sides? Jay and Bay versus Kanye and Kim. Okay. To me, outside of the men, to me, to me, Beyonce and Kim K are similar rank. That's how I see it. Now, outside, now when we're talking Jay and Kanye. Obviously, uh, Jay, it ranks higher than Kanye. I get all that, right? So the story goes that Beyonce thought Kim K was a bad look to be associated with them. You know how couples get together and they always hang out. Married couples get to hanging out and they're like, hey, 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 we're a married couples. We hang out, right? But then one of the wives be like, honey, do, do you know what his wife used to do before they got married. Well, babe, you know, that was in the past. You know, um, you know, she's moved on from that. No, babe, I I don't like her. Fellas, if you are married, please tell me to take my time, Pastor. Tell me I'm preaching to the choir. Please, somebody give me my fucking robe to put on me so I can do my James Brown thing, okay? If you are a married man, And your wife says, you know what? I don't like her. I don't like him. You have no choice. You have no choice. If you are a married man, I don't even care about you dating somebody. That don't mean shit to me. If you are a married man and y'all been doing the married, married couples thing for five, six years. And then the wife is she gets to sitting around and thinking one day, she'd be like, Babe, what do you think about her? What, what do you mean, babe? What do you mean? You know, how long have they been married again? Um, you know, they've been married for five, six years. Yeah. But you know what she used to do for a living, right? But babe, that's in the past, babe. That they, you know, she they grow from that, she grew from that, she's not that, that person anymore. Yeah, I don't like her. There's nothing else to say. <laughs> that conversation is over. That conversation is over. Okay. 
She doesn't need to remind you. Once she says, I don't like her. Or there's something about her. Right? She didn't got to come out and say it. She's like, you know what? I don't know about her. You already know what time it is. Only married men can understand this. I don't care. This is for married men. This is not about you dating a woman. You've been with her for five, eight, ten years. No, 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 no. Marriage. <laughs> when she has, when she says that to you, you know what time it is. Okay. And then you got to go to your, your homie. Be like, bro, man, listen, um, we're not going to be able to make it um, this time. And then you just keep putting it off. And so, you know, because you have to appease the wife. Because the wife comes first. Yes, there are times when husbands must sacrifice relationships with guys because of the wife. I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing, but it happens. It happens. Okay? Now, to me, if we're talking the whole occult, esoteric, metaphysical thing, they are on the same, to me, they're on the same level. Wait, wait, I know you should. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's been somebody's had a conversation before. <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute hear me out and I, i'm not hear me out hear me out when are black entertainers going to stop asking that question respectfully don't don't do that don't do it to yourself because you're, you're going to make yourself upset Okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Nas is higher than both of them. No one says a word on his women. No, now, okay. I I don't know what Nas's rank is in whatever lodge he's in. But if you're gonna ask me who's of the higher degree, I'm gonna say, I'm still gonna say Jay Z is higher than Nas. Clearly, Kanye. Um, now some people argue me. So some people will debate me. They say Master P is of equal degree or of higher than Jay-Z. That's debatable. That's debatable. But um, I don't think Nas is of the high. I mean, clearly the business, that whole Def Jam shit, that to me was like uh, Reagan giving Gorbachev the lion's paw. Ah. Okay, all my brothers in the lodge. I know I'm. I'm. A, I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna talk too much shit. Just bear with me. All my my old heads. Remember Reagan versus Gorbachev. I'm really telling my age now. Remember that that photo op of Reagan shaking hands with Gorbachev, and they're struggling to see who has the who gives each other the master grip, the the lion's paw grip. And Reagan ended up giving, he won the, the, the grip of the, the war of the grip. He gave Gorbachev the, you know, the lion's paw grip. It's a famous picture. Okay. It's a famous picture. Okay. I Max says, I have to do it all the time, bro. <laughs> God damn, bro. <laughs> hey, once the wife gets it in her head, it's, it's over. It's over. Like, there's nothing, you know what I'm saying? If she, it, just like that. She's like, you know what? And when she says, you know what? Or if she says, well, what do you think? Or, you know, it, it's, 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 
It's a done data. All right. It's a done data. Wait, wait, wait. And you see a cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they kidnapped him. Oh, we're going we gonna to get on to that. We're going to get on We're going to get all that. We're going to get on all that. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Ain't nobody in that Drake tier. Oh. Whew. Okay. With Drake, Drake is lineage. Okay. He has the bloodline for that. I'm talking as of right now. If you ask me, is Jay-Z higher than Drake? I, I would say Drake is is will be Jay's replacement. Is that fair enough? Fair enough. I, I will say Drake will be Jay's replacement in, in another decade or so. And I mean as far as everything. So by the time Drake is 10 years from now, they're going to rewrite history, hip-hop history for Drake. If you notice in hip-hop, they always tend to rewrite history for a certain group of guys, right? And then that list got smaller and smaller as the decades progressed. So by the time Drake, another 10 years from now, I, I can almost guarantee they're going to rewrite hip hop history in favor of Drake. That's why I keep telling people all the time, Drake, will, when he's done, he will be the goat of hip hop. It's not going to be up for, for debate. I keep trying to tell people this is where it's going with him. He has the lineage to do all that. Like he's already been... You know what I'm saying? He's bloodlined in to do it. People will be like, no, man, no. It's not even up for a debate. They're already calling him the GOAT now. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Clear as day. So y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. No, not snark. Snurk. <sighs> I'm done. I'm done with snurks. I'm done with snurks. I'm done with snurks. Why this woman? Let me talk about my wife real quick. Let me tell you what this motherfucker did last week. I said, babe, go bring me some Jello. Shout out to Form Runner. Jello helps with with his anti-inflammatory, right? I said, babe. Now, mind you, we always when I go get Jello, it clearly says Jello. <laughs> She's in there laughing, right? Because she knows. It ain't never been one time I ain't never come in this house from Walmart and then not say Jello. The Jello brand. Shut up. It ain't never been one time I done came, I've come into this house from grocery shopping and I bring my Jello and it clearly says J E L L O. I said, babe, go give me some Jello. show y'all what this heifer them brought me hold up hold up. <laughs> 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 I say babe go give me some jello 
You know what she brings me back? This nigga brings me back. What the fuck? This ain't jello. This ain't jello, y'all. <laughs> this ain't what the fuck is this? What is this? What is that? Snack. She said, babe, it says real fruit juice. The fuck? This is like food stamp brand jello. This is the type of jello you get when you get food stamps because. Oh my God. Bruh. She said, but babe, it says made with real fruit juice. I said, where does it say jello? <laughs> where does it say jello? This is exactly, this is a demotion. This is like, nigga, I don't respect the fuck you, what you're talking about. <laughs> the, it, Mac, she be doing this shit on purpose, bro. She don't want me, she don't want me back in tip top shape because she knows what, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, what is, what is this? What? And then, I tried the shit. I couldn't, I couldn't, I had to throw it. I spit the shit out. Like I spit the shit. Yeah, that's jello. God damn. <sighs> this motherfucker, man. I never heard of this shit. What it? I've never heard of snack packs. The fuck? What is this? What is this? This is. He said she got gelatin. I don't even know what the <laughs> all she kept saying is, babe, it says maybe real fruit juice. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> God damn. All right. Um <laughs> wait, Mac had a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake is uh yeah, he verified. He verified, and I, I like I said, it's not even for a debate at this point. When when he's all said and done, he will he will be the go to hip hop, and uh, I can't see how anybody doesn't see it that way as of right now. But like I said, another another decade, um, it'll it'll y'all y'all see what marriage, marriage, this marriage, this is what happens when you Jesus Christ. Wait, wait, wait. I ain't spoiled. So, Martina, you send a husband out for Victoria's Secret and he come back with, you know, Keisha's keeping on the DL. Like, no. No. Snack packs of what white women pack their kids' school on just with the kids. Don't really love that much. <laughs> ah, shit. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The surgery. What? Whose surgery are we talking about? Who, whose surgery are we, are we referring to? And I, I'm, I'm getting off track. I'm so sorry. My mother asked me to Jello. I bought her the box. My mom wanted the cup. Well. See? I remember that. They come in the box with the packet, and you had to mix it with the water and, and put it in the refrigerator. And sometimes the shit don't come out right because, like, it'd be hard on the top. Right? 
and then it'd be soft on the in the in the bottom on the bottom in the middle. Yeah, that was it was that shit was all bad. See, people tried telling me you're trying to kill me. <laughs> be too soft. <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I'm getting off track. Getting back to uh, Reagan Gorbachev. Okay, so, yeah, everybody remembers the infamous lion's grip. They were trying to go back and forth, trying to give each other the lion's grip. Reagan, of course, won. And um, you, you know how the rest of that story ends with the U.S. versus Russia, right? Um People forget that Ronald Reagan was was a, a after he recovered from after they after after they shot him for not doing what he was supposed to do. Remember, because Bill Bradley got paralyzed and they brought in all this gun shit because of that. Whether that was whether that was part of the of the of the agenda, because there's speculation that saying Reagan wasn't the target. But somebody else was, and Bill Bradley just happened to get shot in, in the process. It, that's you know, I don't I don't want to get into that. There's so many ways it, it can go, but um, yeah, Reagan was a was a big dog. People overlook Reagan, like you, you, you know, people are used to Bush, Bush Senior, Bush Junior, but Reagan, man, Reagan gave us Reaganomics. But I, I'm saying I'll say all this. I'm saying Drake is will be Jay's replacement. So as of right now, in my eyes, Jay is still the big dog. I put Jay over Puffy. I put Jay over Puffy. Jay has been allowed to man- to make maneuvers almost on the level of Clarence Avant. And remember, I did a breakdown of Clarence Avant because niggas ne- didn't know who the fuck Clarence Avant was. I've heard stories up until I watched the documentary then I got to doing the research on him, but Jay has been allowed to make maneuvers not not seen since Clarence Avant, and that's saying a lot. You know what I'm saying? Remember when Kanye was like, "Hey, don't send the killers after me, Jay. I'm cool. We cool, right?" He wasn't. That wasn't jokey jokes. Wait, wait, wait. I like Jello. <laughs> Victoria Secret versus Lemon. Lemonisha's Lemonisha's lies. Uh shit. Wait, how do you know? It's not for you to know, it's for them to know. Then they'll let you know this is why we fucking with you because we we deem you special. Wait, who was considered the GOAT before Drake or uh it was still Jay? Like the consensus, everybody had Jay as the GOAT for the last, what, decade? Right? Because you had to wait to see if Jay was going to was going to pan out. Now, had 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 Jay washed out, then I don't know who would have been next in line after him or who would who would have been his replacement. But Jay, for the most part, has done a very good job of doing what he's been doing for the last 15 years and he's being well rewarded but drake is going to be you know far and above anything anything jay could could accomplish 
today. But yeah, Puffy is like, okay, if I had to describe Puffy. Okay, you have Scottish Rite. You have York Rite. Puffy is York Rite. Respectfully. Okay, if I had to put. You know what I'm saying? Like York Wright is 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 a joke. Oh God. Can I say that? Can I say that, babe? Okay, she didn't say I couldn't. So yes, York Wright is like the they no one takes him serious. Remember when Shaq posted his ring and he was like, Yeah, I'm York Wright. I was like, oh nigga, you wanna no no nothing. Okay, that's Puffy. That's Puffy. So no one... That's Puffy. <laughs> ah, shit. Oh, yo, Kathy White, I remember her. I remember her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now moving on. <clears throat> Man, wasn't he, though? Wasn't he, like... Yeah, like wow, that's 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 all you are, huh? Awesome. <laughs> all right. Um, so I, I I believe Kanye never never recovered from the slavery thing, and then the Donald Trump, the MAGA uh, affiliation. I think that pretty much um, put the nail in the coffin as far as respectability from from his peoples, from black people. Um, let's be honest. The fashion shit is what got Kanye pretty much in with Europeans, people basically outside of America, outside of black Americans. Okay. The fashion, the shoes, the, the, the clothing, like, I think Kanye's to a point where I think he realizes he don't need black folk like that anymore. I could be wrong, but given how black folk have turned their backs on him over the last seven to eight years, Kanye's at a place where he's basically international. He no longer has to cater to black people. He doesn't have to make black songs, you know? So Kanye's, Kanye is Kevin Samuels to the manosphere. He don't need you niggas. You niggas don't make or break him. <laughs> Respectfully. And um, the album, once again, the album, I heard the album, it's to me, it reminds me of Dark Twisted Beautiful Fantasy and Ain't Awaiting Heartbreaks. If you like those albums, I mean, if you really, really like those albums, you're going to like, you're going to really, really like Donda. Okay. And uh, I think Kanye is rejuvenated now. I think he's settled into his programming. Like, I don't see him bucking and rebelling the programming as much as he did uh, a few years ago. So maybe he's made some concessions in his life and said, you know what? Fuck it. It happens. It happens. So he seems in a very good, genuine place right now. Uh, I didn't really go over all the lyrics and, and all the songs, but for the most part, he sounds hungry. He sounds hungry. He sounds like he's at peace. He sounds like he's made peace with himself and his decisions in life. And the sky is the limit for him now. You know, 
but I don't expect Kanye to do shit for black folk ever again. Like he's international. You you can't tell him shit now. So that that's that's my assessment of Kanye. Yes. Um yeah. And that's the the bad part because we're such a fickle people. We're very sometimey and we're very disloyal. We're very disloyal. Like this is what this is what kills me. Black folk complain about rock and jazz being whitewashed and white faced. Well, y'all let the shit go. Okay? Motherfuckers still ain't talking about Kingfish. I like Kingfish. I just wish Kingfish's management would get this nigga on with contact form runner to get this nigga to lose some weight. But clearly, Kingfish is a reincarnated bluesman. Like he this kid's in his t- early 20s, and he is blues personified. If you want to see, if you don't believe in reincarnation, look at Kingfish. This kid is an old ass soul in a young man's body. The music is old. His blues is old. Okay. Muddy waters old. Okay. Uh, Sil Johnson old. Right. You think this kid grew up on a, on a Mississippi sharecroppers farm or some shit. You know what I'm saying? And black folk don't mention Kingfish. White folks love kingdom some Kingfish. This kid's on tour right now in front of white folk. Black people are not coming to see Kingfish perform. Now, I will say this down down south, them old the old black folks that appreciate blues still had a little juke joints and shit. You come through and, and, and play whatever. But for the most part, people that I hear complaining about rock, oh, we had rock first. It was uh, yeah, shut your ass up. You don't support it. Same thing with the jazz. Shut your ass up. You don't support it as a collective. So, you know, Kenny G is now the god of jazz. Okay. Matter of fact, R&B. Let's talk about R&B real quick. This how this how fucked up black people are. Michael Bolton. Y'all remember Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton came in under black R&B and basically stole that shit. He was at one point the face of urban R&B. Michael fucking Bolton. Don't play with me. I remember. Oh, yo, they, you know, he blocked me on, he blocked me on Instagram because I, I, I added Kingfish. I said, your management sucks, bro. I said, your management, I said, your management don't give a fuck about you. You need to lose some weight. Maybe I shouldn't have said all that the way I said it, but yeah, he blocked me on Instagram. And then, then a few months later, he started a, a, a weight loss regimen. Hmm. Yeah, motherfuckers on, don't even know. Ask the average black person who Kingfish is. Who? Is that a rock group? Yes. Okay. Nah, we ain't talking Timberlake. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Timber, no. We talking Michael Bolton. What's up? Yeah, you can throw this shit in the garbage. What about it? This happened on put on makeup and shit. What you, who you starting for? You know it's a it's a bad sign when your when your wife is wearing makeup. Like, you're just gonna do what? 
Can't nobody see you on the computer. Exactly. Yeah, I said Michael Bolton. You say Bolton, I think office space. <laughs> Yo, Michael Bolton came in. <laughs> Michael Bolton at one point was the face of R&B, urban R&B. Hell, shit, Michael McDonald. Whoa, 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 whoa. Michael McDonald did that song with Patty LaBelle. Oh, Lord, Lord Jesus, listen. Black women, I got to get on your asses real quick. Y'all remember when Patty LaBelle did the duet with Michael Bolton on my own? Black women lost their fucking shits. This whole divestment thing is a very, very old concept. We just didn't recognize it way back when. Y'all remember old black women was loving them. So Michael McDonald, when, when they did a duet with Patti LaBelle on my own. Y'all, y'all not ready for all this shit. <laughs> on my own. <laughs> on my own. <laughs> 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 Demi, wait, wait, Demi. Ain't nobody stole female R&B. Tina Turner, Donna Summer, Nina Baker. Oh, female R&B. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this respectfully. If Sade wasn't as stubborn as she is, was, she'd be the face of uh, female R&B. She outsells Patty, Gladys, Anita, all of them combined, every album release. If Sade wanted to be a bitch and drop an album every two to three years, she would run female urban R&B, but because she's an international star, that's considered beneath her. Respectfully. Respectfully. Okay? Sade, let y'all eat off that. Sade is like, I don't want female R&B. What the fuck is that? Okay? This is how international stars look at urban music. At the end of the day, this is how they look at urban music. Like, what the fuck is that's a step down. Okay. If you work in any record label department in the urban department, not urban, they just they just they just started using that term urban. Okay. It used to be uh used to be called the black division. Okay. Period. Every label at one point had a black division. That's what the fuck it was called. It was called black. And that was either you as a newbie coming into the business, trying to uh, learn the business to get the fuck out of the black division, or it was a demotion. So when you had them label heads that used to run labels, get sent to the black division, there was a demotion. Sylvia Roan at one point, she'd been demoted a few times to black division to run the black division of record labels. Now she's, I think she's part of, she's, she's back up in good graces, but back then, 
it was a demotion if you had already been in the upper levels of the label or you was a newbie trying to get your foot in the door. You're trying to get the fuck out of the black division. I'm sorry. What it is, what it is. Listen, yeah, Shade don't give a fuck about the goddamn book. Listen, in Shade's mind, there is no competition. Okay. In Shade's mind, in Shade's mind, she is that she don't know she don't know what the fuck that is. Okay. What she what she's like, what is that? <laughs> okay. Um, so so we want to talk, we want to talk female R and B. Um, I mentioned this before. Let's look at Pink. Pink came in on, under the black female R and B moniker, got her money and her and her she got solidified and left. Madonna was for the niggas. She's like, I'm gonna play with y'all for a little bit, and then I'm a Madonna a a once in a while I'll come back and throw y'all a bone. But she's been gone for how long? You know what I'm saying? So, see, once again, y'all, Shaka, listen, we talking Sade. I'm, no disrespect to Shaka and Patty and Gladys, all of them. Sade is, come on, man, Sade is Drake. Okay? Let me understand. Let me, do you know how much money you have to make? to be able to put out an album every eight years. Do you know how much money she makes just off touring outside of the country? Like she's international. She doesn't have, the label says you do what the fuck you want to do. When you're ready to give us an album, we'll put it out. There's no female artist. Okay. Wait, wait. The last time I, I Madonna could do that. Cher could do that. Okay. They can turn in an album whenever they fuck, they feel like it. The label doesn't tell them, hey, bitch, we got a contract. Uh, it's, it's that time. Okay? These motherfuckers show up. Here's the fucking album. I'm out. I'll be back another eight, nine years. Okay? The labels don't hound these women for material. When's the last time Cher put out a fucking album? Do you, hear, do you hear about Cher having money troubles? Do you hear about Cher having money troubles? Do you hear about Madonna having money troubles? Okay, Shaka, Gladys, Dion, Patty, they have to tour. They can't sit down for eight years per album. They got to get their black asses up and go do what they got to do respectfully. Sade be like, I ain't got to do this shit. The fuck I'm Sade. Okay. <laughs> Patty had pies to move. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tina Turner. No, she Tina Tina was able, but is Tina female R is she urban R&B? Is Tina Turner urban R&B? Is Tina Turner considered black urban R&B? Tina Turner's over there in Sweden, hanging out with white dudes, hanging out with Swedes. Come on. The only thing we debate is if she did or not. Okay. 
The only thing I debate on Tina Turner is if she's already dead or not. I think she's dead. I just think they're waiting for the time to let it be known. I personally think Tina Turner is already dead. Now, you can debate me on that. Okay? But for the most part, outside of that, Tina ain't got to do shit. Okay? All of our favorite female urban artists have to get their asses up and hit the road 200 days a year. They got to be at the Essence Fest. Okay? They got to go to Essence Fest. I'm sorry. It, it, I'm just, I'm just saying it, it, you know, like Tina's so not black at this point. Like she, when is she, when is she, when's the last time she's been considered urban? When private dancer came out, she was gone. Y'all forget, man, this woman had rock and roll in the shit. She came from rock. Her roots are okay. Roots is church. But as far as everything she's done in music business it's been rock she's never been urban she just happened to be married to uh to a to a you know to ike that's as closest to urban as she's ever been but she's always been rock rock and love ballads power ballads is what we call them in the 80s when you had guitars as for they they they, they give a, a guitar solo in your in your love songs in your R and B songs, it's called a power ballad. Okay, so you have power ballads, and then you got like your R and B love songs, and then you got love songs. So you got love songs, like Celine Dion. Okay, Celine Dion, another bitch ain't gotta do shit ever. Off Titanic, ain't gotta do shit. Okay, matter of fact, I'll throw you a bone. I would say Whitney. But Whitney didn't have to do shit either. <laughs> Whitney didn't have to listen. <laughs> Whitney didn't have to do shit. Whitney, Whitney didn't have to drop an album because she was broke. You still consider Whitney like urban? I'm just saying. Ike will never get his credits, man. Even though he's right. He, 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 Rightfully so, but motherfuckers are never going to put res- the proper respect on Ike's name, man. Never. You know what I'm saying? So, unfortunately, yeah. At the private dancer. And then, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Beyond Thunderdome, Auntie Entity. She was gone. Like, the private dancer album told you where she was going to go. Go back and listen to private dancer. There's nothing urban about that shit. I'm your private dancer, dancing for money. Do what you want me to do. I'm your private dancer. <laughs> I'm your private dancer, dancing for money. Do what you want me to do. What? Nigga. <laughs> the fuck? Are you serious? Had a guitar solo, she was gone. She was gone. <laughs> hey, hey, when they grab the mic like this, they're not urban. <laughs> wait, wait. Tina will perform with a mic stand. That's not urban. Okay? When they grab the mic like this, they're gone. They're, they do this, they're gone. Okay? They're international. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. You're gone. There's no looking back. There's no looking back. Dolly Parton. Ain't got to do shit. This woman had a whole fucking uh, amusement park for, you know, done, done. So, and I, I'm, I'm a, listen, I'm a fan of, of, of all the, the sisters that have come in and, and, and the, the, the female urban, but y'all better stop. There's, there's levels to this shit. Okay. Yeah. You can make the argument that Patty may be a better vocalist than Celine Dion that that's a fair argument but at the end of the day come on it's fucking Celine Dion my heart will go on forever that song is etched in, into everybody's mind when that song comes on what do you what do you remember don't 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 f- f- forget me okay when you hear my heart will go on you see Leo Di- Leo DiCaprio Doing this shit. I'm so, so, so cold. Don't, don't, don't forget me. Right? He was already dead. He froze to death. And she had to push him off the fucking door. Okay? He was like this. And then she pushed him off the fucking door. Okay? That's Celine Dion. That's Celine Dion. Okay, don't play with me. <laughs> Celine fucking Dion. Shit. Ain't gotta do shit. Ever. All right. <laughs> you think a man trying to go out like that now? Listen, let me be on a cruise ship and some shit. Go, we hit an iceberg. Or the ship is sinking. Bitch, get out of my way. Real shit. Let me be on a cruise ship and it's going down. Bitch, get out of my way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to go back and watch that shit. I got to go watch that shit. First, the kids. Listen, everybody get out the way. Okay? Listen. Let's, God forbid you're on a cruise ship with Sly. God forbid it's going to be a bad day for you if the ship go down. Get the fuck out of my way. If I had to throw you over board to get to a life ship whether you be man woman or child guess what i guess what sly is going to do keep your kids the fuck away from me if the ship goes down you better be on the other side of the ship with them other lifeboats so over here it's survival of the fittest I'm just saying, I'm just saying, listen, men today ain't, they ain't no going out with the ship. Nah, fuck all that. Now, now I'm going to be like, I'm six. I'm just tall for my age. 
<laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all. Yeah, right? Them days are long gone. These dudes will throw you in front of the fucking bus. Okay? I didn't even know that she had a hologram tour. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. Um, that That's my spiel for Kanye. Kanye... He's back in Jay's good graces. The song with Jay was was pretty dope. Jay didn't sound lazy. Like he normally dials it in from the phone booth and shit. He'll, you know what I'm saying? So he, like I said, he sounds like he's at peace. And he's made amends with all the people he fell out with. Mainly Jay. Because getting back to, to the whole Beyonce, Kim thing. Like I said, to me, they're both on the same level. But because of the husbands, the ranking of the husbands, Kanye had to fall back. So now that he now that he's gotten rid of Kim. Now Jay welcomed him back into the fold. Now you're gonna see Kanye all over the fucking place. Now you're gonna see Kanye, Jay, like that that first album they did together. You know what I'm saying? So um, Kanye's back to international status. You know as he should be. So. Uh, but she said, why the older men? Lord have mercy. Lord. Listen, men have been fighting wars over Vag for since. Since creation. OK, here's my thing. Here's my here is my. Uh, why I see them as the same. They both both have been groomed. They both have been passed around. It's just Beyonce is a little cleaner in, in, in her image as opposed to Kim. Kim never ran from who she was. Kim is still a socialite. Y'all, wait, let's not, let's not put, let's put everything in, in proper context. Kim is still a socialite. Okay. Kim is mainstream. Let's not act like Kim ain't mainstream. I don't see how you really will put Beyonce over Kim K only because of the husbands they're married to. That's the only point you got on me. If Beyonce is married to anybody less than Jay, this is not a conversation we're having. To me, it's not. They both have done shit in this business to get where they are. At least with the Kardashians, you know what time it is. I can respect that. You know, Tina has has crafted this image that this chick is infallible. Come on, man. This woman's hiding pregnancies and shit. At least Kim tells you, yeah, we had a surrogate the last go round. Okay. I mean, Kim is a brand. Uh, Kim is is an, the Kardashian name is an international brand. Outside of Jay-Z is Beyonce an international brand. Are you still wearing your Darion jeans, ladies? If you bought Darion jeans or the sweatsuit, are you still wearing them? Email me at trifectasolutions2016 at gmail if you're still wearing your Darion jeans. Okay? Okay? I, you, you, and then with the whole releasing the inmates and shit you know black folk love that shit 
And and then, and my final reason is why I will put Kim K over Beyonce. The woman is, for the most part, light skinned. The woman, for the most part, is light skinned with stringy hair. You know how black folk love them some light complected Euro Asian European whatever the fuck you want to call them. This this stop playing with me right now. Y'all better stop playing. Beyonce has gotten lighter every ten years. When's the last time you seen Beyonce with her natural fucking hair? I know it's an old argument. It's a valid argument. And I guarantee in another year, Kim's going to be married to somebody else. Outside of Jay-Z, we're not having a discussion about Beyonce. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And you know, I'm a fan of, of my sister's. But the majority of the sisters that pedestalize that look, it's a bad look for everybody. Okay. There's like the TikTok video. And, and I'm going to make a video about that. There's the TikTok video of the white girl. And I'll talk about the, the whole fair, fair Foster Feathers. There's a TikTok video of the white girl. Right. And with her hair blown out, curled out. And she flips her hair back and forth a couple of times doing the fair fair the fair faucet shit. Does shit look good on her? That's their hairstyle. And then here comes the sister behind it. She blows her shit out and curls her shit out. Curls is, of course it's relaxed. She does the flip hair flip thing to try to match the white girl. What are you doing, sis? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, unless you can find me the first black woman that did the Farrah Fawcett Feathers. It's called Farrah Fawcett Feathers for a reason. It didn't have no name until Farrah Fawcett was whoever styled her shit. They said, look, that's, I want the Farrah Fawcett look. The feathered look. It wasn't, give me that Queen K- Kalinga look. It wasn't that, give me that Nubia look. No, nigga, it's called the Fair Fawcett Feathers for a reason. Jada Kiss told you. Put your hands up. Jada Kiss told you some, 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 and Fair Fawcett Feathers. Nigga, we know what time, we know where it came from. Okay? I'm just saying. Just just put everything in its proper context. I, I, I can tolerate Beyonce. I respect the hustle. But the whole image is so, they try so hard to kind of keep her squeaky clean. It's like, I can respect an honest hoe. Like the Kardashians, they're honest hoes. I can respect an honest hoe. I don't like a s- sneaky hoe. Y'all go back in, 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 in the archives and see how many niggas Beyonce was tied to coming up. Okay? Niggas like most deaf. You know, I mean, come on, man. She's been passed around a few times. It's just not, it's just not as spoken about. But you know, everybody motherfucking Kim K done slept with. She got a slew of fucking husbands, ex-husbands running around here. Okay. Matter of fact, it got so bad for Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush, new wife, looked like Kim K. What? You see Reggie, did you see Reggie Bush's new wife? She looked like Kim K. The fuck? 
I'm just saying. Come on, y'all. All right. <laughs> I think I've ruffled enough feathers. I'm like, <laughs> hey, listen. I can we can we, we can all respect an honest hope. Yeah, the Jennifer. Listen, the only the only urban hairstyle as of late was the Halle Berry cut. I give you all that. I give you the Halle Berry cut, the bob. But then the bob ain't nothing new. But fuck it, I'll give you the Halle Berry bob because when that came out, everybody, everybody, and their mama had the Halle Berry bob. I'll give you the Halle Berry. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So like the whole the the, the joke with the, the running joke with the the white you can tell when the white woman has black kids. She got the short Halle Berry bob. <laughs> I give you the Halle Berry. Wait. I had that cut guy on the day with my ex-husband. Jesus Christ. Good grief. Ah, shit. Man, I, listen. Every male teen had that picture of Fair Fawcett on, on their wall. Right? I don't have to win all the debates. I just don't acknowledge the ones that I lose. Am I going to do a show about Dr. Dre? Um, no. Okay, let me just say this. Everybody that's doing videos about the alimony he has to pay, it's called, it's California. California alimony is no more than five years. And I'm going to keep saying it again. They were married for how long? How many kids? Did he got? He got the woman's best years. It's a fair exchange. It was messy. She got messy in the end, but at the end of the day, he got the best years from this woman. Okay? I don't understand, like, how much is your wife's womb worth to you? At the end of the day, if you're married, you're a newbie married couple, whatever, and you say, she, you know, if you can see into the future, 15 years, you get a bunch of kids, Nigga, you got the best years out of her. Dr. Dre's wife is, is past childbearing age. In exchange for that, let me cut you a check. Thank you. What, what, how do y'all not miss this shit? But once again, these are tier one thinkers. So, and no shot to anybody, but this is a shot to everybody. If you're making a video talking about how much Dr. Dre has to pay in alimony. Oh, this is how they frame it. He has to pay $300,000 a month. Nigga, for one, it's California. For two, it's almost a guarantee if you are a man making that much money, you're going to pay your ex-wife alimony. And once again, for three, it's only for five fucking years. That's California. That's nothing new. To anybody out here. Okay. This is what men. This is. It's it's fair exchange. Bitch you gave me three fucking kids. While your womb was still good. You can't go do this shit now in your 40s. 
for the most part, right? Your looks ain't what they used to be 20 years ago when I had you. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Here's a bonus. Thank you. And, and then after this, I'm going to go find me a new young bitch and do it all over again. What the fuck you think Michael Jordan is doing? This is what these guys do. Yeah, okay, the woman that came up with him and grinded with him, that's great. See, success rolled away with him. Okay, we came together. We accomplished the mission. Mission accomplished. Here you go. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. That's it. What the fuck are we talking about? We're talking about three and a half million dollars. What is that? You know, do you, <laughs> come on. Come on. You know what I'm saying? She couldn't have been all that bad. See, this is Nick. Don't be like Nick. Nick will make you disappear. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick will make you disappear. Here's my thing. He was married to her for how many years? Y'all see, once again, y'all focused on the wrong thing. Y'all focused on the wrong thing. All you guys are focused on is the, the out, the, the end total after. All right. This is why those men at the top don't sweat shit like this. This is why for the most part, most men worry about, oh, it's 18 mil. Come on, man. Do you know who his business partner is? He's about to make this shit back in a month. Stop playing. There's nothing to him. Okay. Did you, did you, did you ever see Dr. Dre on camera complaining about this shit? Did you ever see Jeff Bezos on camera talking about his fucking divorce. Did you see him poo poo? <laughs> I loved her. <laughs> Did you hear these men talk about divorce rates? <laughs> Come on. Psst. See, Mac, don't, 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 don't do, don't do that to him, Mac. Don't do it. Don't do that shit. Don't see. That's what. Don't see. Don't, don't, don't give him game. Don't give him game. That's why men like him don't will happily cut the check. Of course, he's not going to overpay, but that's not he'll hap, he's going to happily pay that shit. Bill Gates ain't tri- come on, man. These men, have, Jeff Bezos, then already made back the money he paid his ex-wife. This man then already made back the money he paid his ex-wife, and then launched a fucking giant penis into space. Does Jeff Bezos look stressed over goddamn over his over his marriage, his divorce? This marriage, this man flew a fucking penis into space. This man said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna stun on all y'all. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a build a rocket ship in the shape of a fucking penis and fly it into space for all y'all to see." This is what men of means do after divorces. <laughs> This nigga flew a fucking penis into space. This is why it's above your pay grade. Shout out to my man G7. Okay? This is why you don't have these conversations with, with random guys. This is why you don't have conversations like this down the street with those guys. 
Okay. You just don't. And he already with the young, with the, with the woman. Come on, man. <sighs> Regardless if it's arranged or not. Listen, there's, you don't have an arranged marriage and not somewhat care for the person. Okay. There, there's no way you're not that detached to where you have an arranged marriage and you don't grow to, to care for the person at, to some, to some degree. Okay. Like you, you mean to tell me it was lower space. We'll say lower space. Space is a very broad term. Y'all, most people think space, they think star Wars out, outer space. No, I mean, there's different levels of space. Like you break certain orbits, like, you know, you can, and you'll be in space technically. Um, damn, what was I going to say? I, I just lost my point. Shut up. Fake Jello bringing me ass. Okay, Van Jones. Who is Van Jones's management? Let's see how this all works. How this all ties together. Ask me who is Van Jones's management. Who is who is Van Jones's management? Who is he signed to? Let's see if anybody knows. That's right. That's right. Smart woman. So, um, I, I don't know the terms and conditions of, of the, of the gift. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going directly to van or foundation and how much of that money he's going to oversee, but it's a, it's still a good look for them, him academia right as as the words of nick would say grievance the grievance industry thank you yes sir you called it the grievance industry so when i i look at football players who's the kid that that talks about quitting the team if he has to get vaccinated this nigga has three kids by three different women nigga you will be at training camp Now that's interesting. That's interesting. I'm not mad at Van. I, I hate that he's always crying and shit, making black men look weak and emasculated, but that's a nice ass hustle. Is it going to him? Whew, nigga, can I get in on that shit? <laughs> Listen, man, I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> can I get 15 mil? I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I can cry on cue. Uh, so the, the the football player, what's his name, y'all? I forget what team he plays for. This nigga talking about Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, dumbass, has three children by three different women. He's not married. Nigga, you're going to take that jab and you're going to be at training camp. Now, I... People talk about his, his contract extension and he signed for 81 mil. Guess what? If he doesn't, if he quits, he leaves 50 mil on the table. You're taking the jab. Okay. Cole Beasley is not going to leave $50 million on the table. Okay. 
for for his moral high ground. You got three little snot nosed kids by three different women, and I'm sure they all give him three types of hell. Because you ain't married to name one of them. Nigga, you will be in training camp. <laughs> you will be, he's going to be, oh, not Cole Beasley. It was DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. DeAndre Hopkins, not Cole Beasley. Yeah, you're going to be in training camp. Stop playing. Stop playing. You're going to show up at training <laughs> Two assistant coaches just walked. Listen. Listen, Linda, we're not talking assistant coaches. We're talking a player with a limited window of opportunity. He only knows one thing in life. That's football. Okay. Average player goes broke in the first two years of retirement. You're not going to walk away from 50 million fucking dollars. Stop playing with me. Okay. That, that stop all the, the jibber jabber, nigga. You ain't got no other choice but to. You have nothing else going for you outside of fall. Okay. Respectfully, you're not gonna come to YouTube. You're not. You're not gonna pull a Kwame Brown. And you know what? Fine. I'm gonna take another shot at Kwame, <sighs> nigga. Where's your money, bro? Where's the- I know, I know I'm pocket watching, whatever the case may be. Listen, if you made in your career 65 mil, so that means in taxes, they took up roughly 25 to 27 million. So that leaves you with, let's say, 40 million that you take home from your career. Okay. That's let's, let's, you, you, you take home $40 million. That you take home from your career. And the best you can do in life is come to YouTube and get super chats. You mean to tell me 12 years later, you're still talking about the house that you bought your mama on a golf course. And then he, he, he wants to say, he wants to ask, well, what did you do? What did y'all do when I was buy my mama house on a golf course. I would say, well, nigga, I wasn't, I was in school and I didn't have to buy my mama house because my daddy did all that. That's how you respond to dumbass comments like that. I'm sorry because my mother knew not to place that type of shit on me. She had a husband. It was her husband, AKA my father's job to provide and protect and put her on a fucking golf course. Not no 18 year old kid. Okay, this nigga stays burning fucking data and bandwidth on YouTube. And you want to convince me this nigga is uh, is doing something in the community? What happened to your fucking tractor to to track the fucking land? This nigga talking about buying shoes and shit. Nigga, listen, black kids don't need no fucking shoes. Okay, there's. This is how resilient black people are. Okay. <laughs> Not the songbird way. Oh, no. This is how resilient black people are. So average black person, for the most part, is, is close to poverty. 
It's, it's close to poverty, right? 35 grand uh, a year, right? How many poor ass kids, you know, walking around with Jordans right the fuck now that live in poverty? How many black kids do you know that have shoes that you can't you can't afford? That's not a low blow. Man, I'm talking facts right now. How many poor kids you know that would drop $200 on some shoes that would make you think twice? Wait a minute. Them LeBrons. Shit. Ask me how many pairs of LeBrons I have. Zero. I, I cringe at the fact of paying $200 for a pair of shoes. There's a pair... There's a pair of Nike Vapor Max knits that I want to buy. It's 180. Nigga, no. I went shopping. We went shopping. Last was it last weekend? We went to the to the outlet mall last weekend. Cause I'm like, I'm about to go buy me some shit. You know, I'm about to burn this fucking card and do some shit. I'm about to do some damage. Nigga, listen. I am so cheap at this point in my life. Huh? What? What? I didn't come out with no bags, but let me tell you why, though. Okay, in 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 going there, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go buy some shit. We about to do this, you know. Me and the wife, we about to go act a fool, nigga. First, we go to the Levi's store. I love Levi's. Like I'm a Levi since a baby. Okay, and I've seen the price of Levi's go from twenty dollars to a hundred dollars. Okay. That's how long I've been I've been wearing Levi's. They had a pair of 501 tapered legs. Them shits was $70. I couldn't. And it <laughs> shut up. Nick, it was the perfect dark denim color that I like, right? The dark denim, the deep blues. Them shits was $69.99. I said, oh, oh. I got the I pull out my phone. I'm checking my bank account. Can I afford this? <laughs> Can I really afford this? Is this a need or a want? Okay. I'm asking myself, Sly, is this a need or a want? Now, mind you, I have jeans that I have not. How many pairs of jeans? I I got jeans that I I, I still got tags on them. Okay. But I'm a Levi's head. Okay. I'm literally checking all my bank accounts to make sure if I pay this $70, it's not going to fuck me up next week or in two weeks. Okay. I got the money, but it's the mindset. Okay. So they had another pair of tapered leg uh, 501s and some off-brand color for half the price. I didn't buy those either because it wasn't the color denim that I wanted. The denim color I wanted was the one for $70. I, I walked out of the Levi's store pissed because I wanted those jeans, but I was too cheap to buy the jeans. Fine. Then we go to a couple other stores. Then we go to what? what, what the Nike store. We went to the Nike store, right? I seen this 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 pair of these Nike the Nike Vapor Max. Oh, they were gorgeous. Like some some off cool blue gray shit. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful pairs of shoes. I pulled them sits up. I said, "Don't look at the price, bro." I look at the price one eighty. God damn it! Ah, nigga, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't pull the trigger on the shoes. (laughs) I couldn't pull the trigger on them shoes. And they were clean as fuck. Clean. You understand? 
clean. So the point I'm making is I don't want to hear shit about someone having a, a shoe drive for kids. These poor ass kids have better shoes than me and then you. Okay. Okay. Them LeBron shits is what? 250, 260 on a good day. So please miss me with the let's get a shoe. When's the last time you heard a fucking shoe drive for kids? What? Parents, poor parents will move heaven and hell and snuff Jesus to get them kids some Jordans or whatever the fuck they, these kids want, even though they're living at the poverty line. Quit playing with me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a prediction. I don't know. I'm gonna make an. I'm gonna. I'm going to make an assumption. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was mad, yo. I was mad. I was mad because I didn't. I didn't pull the trigger on none of them shits. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm going to make an assumption. I. I'm. I'm. Kwame's broke. I said it. Kwame's broke to me in a sense like broke like you got a house, you got some acreage, that's about it. Okay. I I man, bruh. Bruh. Right? I'm 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 going off the optics. I'm listening to what he says. I'm going by his actions. He does not move like a person with millions in the bank. He does not move like a person with $40 million left over or $20 million left over. Remember the game, the TV show, and how frugal Jason was? Now, Jason had tens upon tens upon tens of millions of dollars, and him and Malik would go back and forth about who has more money, but Jason was so fucking cheap, right? Because he knew at the retirement, that was it. Malik was getting all the high-end contracts up front, right? The high monies and shit, even though he was injured at one point. But Jason had, remember, the wife had made a mistake and said, well, Jason, you have $70 million in the bank. He's like, who told you that? Remember, he got mad because the wife, Kelly, said, well, babe, you have $70 million. He's like, who told you I have $70 million? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jason was so, f- I, 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 listen, I loved him too. He was my favorite when it came to the money. I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna ride with Jason for for a minute. Now it's all good. It's all good. Like ah, you, you good. You good. And yeah, I, right, 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 right. So he was, he was so reticent about not going broke. And remember when Kelly was hiding the money in the uh, fireplace, right? He gave her an allowance. Because he was a high value man. He paid all the fucking bills. She didn't have to do shit. I know. Come on. We with Mac. We know football wives are some of the most costly. Why? I think football wives are worse than NBA wives. You know why? Because football, football players don't have the guaranteed contracts, but yet their wives don't understand that part. You understand? Basketball wives get it. Like this nigga's good for 10 years. You know, ten. He can ride the bench for another two or three. We gonna be straight. Football wives don't understand this shit. Like, bitch, he's got a four year window. 
to maximize his opportunity. Them bitches spend money like it's nothing. Football wives are the worst, okay? So the character of Jason understood once this is it, this is it. I can't, I can't afford to mess up and make a mistake, right? The irony of all of Jason's character arc, he got with the black chick, Brandy's character, right? And she got him to kind of open up a little bit about uh, be, not being so frugal. My man's. My man, keep it techie. Right? Yeah, yeah. Football wives are the worst. They have no concept of money. None. Okay? We're talking Jason from the game, the TV show. Okay? He got with Brandy's character, the black chick. She got him to open up. Yeah, he became he became a sportscaster. Right. He got it or coaching or something. He got right. But before all that, remember that that season in his, in his retirement season. You know what I'm saying? He was like deathly afraid of going broke. That was his whole mindset. Kelly couldn't, Kelly kind of understood, but she didn't understand how 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 deep it was because some from his childhood that he mentioned a long time ago that he grew up poor or something like that. Okay, so that's why he was so frugal with the money. Remember, Kelly was hiding money in the fireplace. He would give her an allowance because he afforded her to sit on her ass and do nothing. He gave her an allowance, and she. Knowing that at some point without this man, I ain't got shit. She would hide the money in the fireplace. Him, remember, uh, I think Malik had fired his mama and her and Tasha were conspiring to some shit. And she goes into the fireplace and says, look, I've been saving money. I've been saving. The, I, I was saving the allowance he, he, he would give me and I, I would hide it from him. And she pulls out this fucking platter of fucking money that she'd been saving over 20 years. Because she was going through a divorce, right? She, he was going to divorce her. And she had been saving the, the allowance he gave her over the, their 20 years of marriage. Because she knew outside of him, this is it. You understand? Okay? Okay, his, his daddy was broke. His daddy went broke. That's why Jason was the way he was. Okay, so then he got with Brandy's character, right? And she kind of got him to open up a little bit, be like, not be so anal about money. But then he was working sportscaster or coaching some after, after retirement. And then what did he end up doing? They had their little ups and downs and back and forth and shit. What did Jason end up doing for that black woman that he ended up uh, in, uh, uh, asking her him to marry? What did he end up doing for her? What did he do? If you if you watch the show, you know what he did. I'm going to wait for the answer because there's, there's a delay. What did Jason do for, for Bone Quisha? Because I forget the name of the character that Brandy played in the, in the TV show. What did Jason do for Bone Quisha? Damn, these delays are killing me right now. He bought her a salon. She had this dream of opening her own salon. She had the place picked out, the building. She had the, the layout. She had a business plan, right? And that last season of the, that last one of the final episodes, he bought her the fucking salon. That's right. He sure did. He bought her the fucking salon, something he would have never had done with the previous wife. He bought that black woman her own salon. Remember, they pull up to the destination. It's all blocked off. And she's, hey, baby, you know, you're, you're a business owner or some shit. She's like, oh, my God, Jason, thank you. I was like, damn. 
that was okay. That was a nice little ending. Okay. Now I'm getting back to Kwame Brown. You're going to have a hard time convincing me. This nigga has money, money. Now everybody has their own definition of money, money. I'm going to take Nick respectfully. Nick, Nick says he's broke. I don't see where Nick is broke, but when he talks to me and explains equipment versus cash, okay, it makes sense. So, you know what I'm saying? So if we're talking millions of millions of dollars, I guess to someone that has a hundred million dollars, if you're a millionaire that I guess someone would look at you like, well, you, you ain't got no, no money, but someone like me, I would look at Nick. I'm like, well, shit, I wish I had Nick problems. Cause you know, Nick is always trucks breaking down. You got payroll insurance fuel. Right. So someone to me looking at that, like, well, shit, he got money. <laughs> I'm saying this all this respectfully. <laughs> But Nick will tell you, I ain't got no money. <laughs> right? What is that? Uh, what is that James? That James Franco mean? The the GIF. Everyone knows if you know who James Franco is. James Franco, he looks up and says, and he gets up and walks away. <laughs> That's how Nick would be like. I don't have any money. <laughs> so I'm saying is, I'm basing Kwame's rhetoric. His actions versus guys that I know that have played professional sports that have some money stashed away. Two different movements. They talk different. They move different. You understand? Now, like I said, you can accuse me of pocket watching. I get it. But from what I've seen, guys that have walked away and got $10, $20 million left in the bank, they move away a lot. They're not on YouTube looking for super chats. They're not. Uh, who who's the, who's the guys the, the wide receivers? Chad and and the other guy Brandon and the other the other wide receiver. Do do you think do do they strike you as type of guys that put out content for super chats? They they don't even do lives. They do pre recorded. Who 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 knows what I'm talking about? No one. Listen, Bobby Bonilla fucked it up for everybody. It was good for Bobby Bobby Bonilla, but he fucked it up for everybody. No one's ever going to get those type of con- stop, stop. Don't do. Don't do that. 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 Cousin Nick, I want one hundred fifty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm. I, does anyone know what I'm talking about? The 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 the, the YouTube show with. Chad Otosinko, I think I believe it's Brandon Davis and the, the other light skinned receiver with the, with the with the with the locks. Brandon Marshall, Chad, and who's the and who's the third guy? He used to play for the Cardinals, right? They don't do lives. I am athlete. That's the name. If that, I think that's I think that's the name of it. I, okay, little hurdler. Once again, it was smart for Bobby Bonilla. It was not smart for everybody else after Bobby Bonilla. That's the difference. It was great for him. Bad for the rest of everybody coming up after him. That's what I'm saying. Those A-Rod contracts, even though a lot of people are still getting A-Rod money or the Derek Jeter contracts, it's, you know, I... I guess what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I, I'm, I'm just saying. It's called I Am Athlete. Yeah, those guys, 
don't do live streams looking for super chats. It's all pre Exactly. They was just fucking around. Chat does gaming. Chat, chat. I remember the episode I, I was watching. They all their wives. And okay, this is the beautiful part of it. So all the men are on the couch talking. All the wives are in the kitchen making food, right? And Chad says, hey, baby, uh, how, how, what, what pays your bills? Or what monies do I make? How, how do you get that bag? And she says, oh, gaming, baby, gaming. He says, yeah, I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. That's how I, I, I pay these bills and then put them shoes on her feet. She's like, yeah, baby, you do the gaming. Okay? Channing Crowder. Thank you, bro. Channing Crowder. Okay? Those men... Don't do live streams for super chats. You can tell when niggas got millions in the bank. There's a, they just move and talk different, right? They have different avenues of things that, that, that interest them that also make them money. Who the fucking thought Chad Ocho Single would be into gaming? That's where his money comes from now. His, his after football money is gaming, and he's proud of that. He tells you, Okay. Okay, okay, uh, okay. See, all right, you want to go there? You want you want to go there? <laughs> when somebody goes live six times in one day, When somebody goes live six times in one day, when somebody goes live six times in one day, what is that about? What information that you have to give us that will require you to go live six times in one day? Please, what earth-shattering, life-changing, Deepak Chopra shit you got to tell us that will warrant you to go live six times in one day? I don't know who... Nick Merckx is, I don't know those guys. I'm the only example I'm giving you is guys that I know that got money, money. And also I see guys on you on former athletes on you. There's a difference. These cats are moving different from him. Opinions and facts are two different. Uh, okay. So once again, uh, sir, please tell me what YouTuber Goes live six times a day to tell us what. Once again, what YouTuber that you know of, whether he could be a, 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 a prominent YouTuber or a struggle YouTuber, what YouTuber you know has information, let alone enough time in the day to go live six times in a 24 hour period. 
you might have six. Now you're being disingenuous. Stop that. Stop that dumb shit. Now you sound dumb. Respectfully. Stop. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Stop. You ain't got six different things to say six times. Stop the dumb shit. This nigga averages three to four lives a day. Don't you got kids to raise? Depends on a subject. What subject matter? Then give me. Okay, please. What subject matters could you want to give me to where I got to listen to you six times? I got I got to check your channel six times in a day. This is this is the difference between people making comments and content creators. Okay. Once again. This is the difference between people making comments versus con. Do you know how many times that she has to make me do a live? Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 before I I get to that, another, another example of how cheap I am, it'd be hot in this house, right? But I, I, I forbid her to turn the AC on or, or, or if the AC is on, I tell her, turn it off because PG&E out here is a motherfucker. Okay. So I don't want to hear the, 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 the. The poor kids need shoes. That's bullshit. I'm, I'm just giving y'all a, a glimpse of my, my mindset. Yeah. She turned the air on. I'm like, turn that. Sh- oh, I'll turn it off. And she'll come back. She'll come in. Did you turn the air off? It's hot. We're going to be all right. PG&E. I, okay. I got PG&E problems. No, hell no, no AC. See? And it'd be a hunt. It'd be staying in the hundreds out here. See, you see, look at my shirt and shit. But uh, getting back to dude. Once again, she has, you know how many times she has to make me like do a live stream? Like, because I'd be looking for excuses to not do it. Shut up. Listen, I get my moods where I, I be looking for excuses to not do live streams because I, I just be lethargic or whatever, for whatever reason. Okay. Do you know how much energy it takes to do six live streams in a goddamn day? Okay. Fuck all the money. I'm sorry. I don't have the energy to do so. Okay. I'm sure if I did six in one day, she would be complaining because I'm taking away from her time. Okay. I'm sure many of me be like, dad, why the fuck are you still online? It's been it's like your fifth time being on. Fuck out of here, man. I got it. 
I got to get to the gym. You know, I got to respond to emails and tech. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have, I, I can't do it. Once again, somebody give me a topic where it will warrant you to, 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 to go live six times in one day. Give me a topic. That makes no sense. None. Like, like, let's let's take me, Nick, and, and Truth. Do you know how much it takes for us to get together? You know what I'm saying? Like, Nick is running his business. Truth is running his business. I'm harassing my wife. You know what I'm saying? It take it, it for us to get together for two and a half hours, three hours. It we have to move mountains. You know what I'm saying? So you see, I can't. I got. I can't afford to turn my AC on. Like Nick, I can't afford that shit. Y'all must stay with the windows. <laughs> ah, shit! Y'all killing me right now. Wait, wait. See, and and Nick be Nick be on my ass. Nick be on my ass, and I be like, fuck. Right? I, I like. I be getting to the point where like, fuck, I gotta do a live stream. Like, fuck. Like, I I get like that. You know what I'm saying? So, he's broke. I said it. He's broke. Now, he may not be negative accounts or in the red, but compared to what he was used to, he's broke. And if you're asking me, did he make wise investments? I can't spec. I can only speculate. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say, like some of you guys said in the chat, he's burned so many bridges that nobody wants to deal with him outside of basketball. Nigga, you played with Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. You should be sportscasting. I should see you on ESPN next to Stephen A. Jackson, uh, Stephen A. Smith. Nigga, I should see you at 3 in the morning on ESPN 3, Talking about bobsledding. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Do y'all understand how this sports things, this thing works? It's a fraternity. And for you to be kicked out of that fraternity, you must have really fucked up. Okay. There is a job somewhere for you in the sport that you used to play somewhere. Somewhere. Some pink rinky dink ass network will hire you to hear you talk about sports. Don't fucking play with me, y'all. Right. That's what I'm saying. His broke. There's different levels of broke. So when I say broke, it's a different level of broke. When I look at. Like I said, I look at Channing Crowder. I look at, at Ch- Chad Ochocinco. I look at uh, Brandon Davis. Them niggas, they don't, they're not doing, like I said, if you know people that, that, that money, money, they move different. They move different. How are you going to build a community and you always on fucking line? How are you trying to get all this shit off the ground and you always online? Come on, man. Come on. Y'all, y'all gonna have to miss me with this shit. We just have to we just agree to disagree with, with Kwame Bryant. 
We just agree to disagree. I mean, if you get some out of him, that's great. For the rest of us looking at this nigga like, nigga, you looking real sketchy right now. I don't care how much money you used to make back in the day. What are you making now? We don't care about what you, what you did for your mama when you was 21. Nigga, is your mama, does she still have the fucking house? That's great. What are you doing now? Buddy, who, who should be sports cat? I, I, like, like I said, I, I, listen, maybe I'm, I'm speaking as an, a former athlete college you know in college like and like i said and i'm speaking from i know guys that have played in the nfl like i know how the, the sports thing is listen if you you just play your position somebody gonna look out for you somebody gonna look out for you come on man could you imagine him and steven a on a show together nigga or just come in once a month and have different opposing views? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I, I will say he's not the most eloquent speaker. Yeah. And Chuck has a personality where it works for him. I agree. I, hey, I ain't mad at his kind of broke. But listen, I, I'm sorry. Um, maybe my life is better than what I, I, I think it is. You know, of course, I want to be above where I'm at. But I I can't be on this thing. Oh, I can't. So maybe that's I don't know. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't didn't okay. And, and getting back to and getting back to Michael Jordan. Didn't Jordan give him a a new contract or a contract extension? Just somebody help me out. Did Michael Jordan? Give Kwame a second contract or a contract extension. Yes or no? We got to get out of the mind frame because someone's on YouTube. They're broke. Listen. Once again, we agree to disagree. See, like I said, eventually y'all going to be like, this ain't adding up. Okay, well. It was considered broke. Okay, but did not Hammer file bankruptcy? So that's pretty bad. Matter of fact, 50 Cent filed bankruptcy, right? Oh, okay, let's talk about 50 Cent because y'all want to talk about broke levels of brokenness, okay? So when 50 filed for bankruptcy, he said all that money he was flashing on Instagram was prop money. And yet, because he has all these TV shows that his name is attached to, y'all think this nigga is an uber millionaire. This nigga just filed bankruptcy not even two, three years ago. Remember? They took him back to court and said, hey, nigga, you flashing more money? He's like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. No, that, that was prop money. I was just playing. Now, mind you, this is 50 Cent. 
the, the roughest, toughest gangster in, in hip hop. Now, I like 50. I'm a fan of 50. But stop playing when it comes to this money and illusions of wealth. Okay? Y'all better stop playing with me. This nigga, listen, people should be lining up to pick at, at, at Kwame's mind. Nigga, you play with Jordan. Man, tell us how it was. You play with Kobe. Nigga, what? Tell us stories. Do you, do you know how much? Okay. Maybe I'm different. If I'm Kwame's management, nigga, I would be like, you, the only thing you're going to do from now on is tell Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant stories. That's all you're going to do. That, that is how I would do his content. That's me. That's the, the capitalist in me. Okay? You play with two of the greatest shooting guards in any in, in, in any known era ever, 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 ever. Right? And, and you... Come on, man. Y'all better stop playing with me. Y'all better stop playing with me. I and now listen, I agree. You should file bankruptcy every seven years to clean the debt. I, I I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. But when you're in bankruptcy court and you're saying, hey, the money I'm flashing is not real, that's a problem. It's once again, y'all talking about clearing debt. This nigga said the money he had was fake. It was for, it, it was, I didn't, I don't really have this money. So the average month, has anyone been in bankruptcy court? Has anyone been in bankruptcy court? Tell me, if you've been in bankruptcy court, tell me how, you, how your process went. Were you in bankruptcy court telling the judge, oh, judge, listen, I know my social media account is popping right now. I know you saw me in the, in, in the Lamborghini, and I know you saw me with the plate of money, but that was all fake. If you were in bankruptcy court, what did you tell the judge? Okay, they traded him. So he, he only got one contract deal with, uh, with, 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 with Washington? Okay. I just want a clarification. I just want a clarification. Thanks, <laughs> I rolled past the courthouse today. Okay, exactly. Exactly. You're not explaining to the judge why this money is fake. Oh, exactly. You're not being dragged back into bankruptcy court to explain why you have a, a picture of money that says broke and it's all written in money. It's all spelled out in money. Quit playing with me. Y'all talking about clearing debt? Nigga, we're trying to clear no fucking debts. They dragged them back into court to explain why you keep showing us fucking money that you don't that you claim you don't have. So if he said it was real, they would have. I'm about to end this. Yeah, because y'all not going. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all. <laughs> I'm going to the gym.
Do I, do I have to do anything right now? No. I need to get off because I have a life and I can't do six lives a day to give y'all. Uh, and my wife is telling me to get off because I can't give y'all six times of, of live streams of content breaking uber magical mystical information that's going to change your fucking life i can't do that some people can i guess i can't quit looking at me y'all have a good one peace